good. Have you have you seen Ready Player One yet, Matt? No, I I love the book, but the film. This is what I don't get because I don't know much about Ready Player One. Um, like I've seen one trailer, and it seems to me that it's you know it's meant to be like all I know is this VR thing, yeah, and it's like Steven Spielberg, right? Yeah, and it's like when I watched the trailer, it was like oh, it's just filled with references, like absolutely covered in references, yeah, and I thought well, if this about. is. Is it really? But like, what, yeah. what does the book do? What's the main character's name in that? Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Says, even says I've read Brian, it. Says Brian. But in the book, does it say, oh, Brian walks into a bar in the corner was Chun-Li? Pretty like, much. What, how does it, does it get all the references? No, no, it's, it's, it's pretty like much that like that. Like, it'll be like, oh, you know, he walked into a bar and he saw another user who was wearing a Chun-Li costume from the 1996 re-release of Street Fighter <laughs> I'm not joking. That's exactly what it says. How is that good? How is that good? It's not. It's, I, I like I mean, the story. It's, it's enjoyable to read through, because, but it's really badly written. Like, it's, it's a really badly written book, but it's still, it's still enjoyable Brian to go through. Brian gets into a cab. The cab driver is Sonic. Like, what is the... I, I just, it's just weird. Right, should we start the show? Yeah. Hello, and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with uh, Matt Murray. Hello there. James Farley. Hello. And John Denton. You know what it is. We do know what it is. It's a podcast that you can listen to, or if you're in America, you can listen to us on Dash Radio. But uh, enough of that. Let's go on to feedback. What did people think of last week's show, Matt? They said it was the worst episode they've ever heard. Right, that's not good. You need to lie. You need to lie a bit. They said it's the best episode they've ever heard. Good, Um, good. On last week's show, we also discussed Splatoon coming out on the Wii U. Was it a budget title? Was it full price release? Darren got get tweeted in. Uh, Splatoon was a budget title before it came out, and then once it started selling, it went up in price. I thought that. I thought it was a budget title when it came out. Now, James, um, I, like I don't know. I was listening back, and I thought, why didn't I stand up for myself there? Because I was pretty sure of it. But at the same time, James got so aggressive. I did not. It was never a budget title. No, it wasn't. Like, that's what you were like. It wasn't what you said, it was how you said it. Well, I'd you like just to like proper... make a full and frank apology for this, because obviously I, I was wrong, it appears. To who? Uh, to you, and to the Thanks. listeners. You know, All right. And to Dash Radio. No. Just just the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, fine. You got quite a few messages about that, didn't you, James? I did, yeah. I got a few messages about that, and also some more FIFA ones, because apparently it was on sale again, so that, that was nice. <laughs> Keep them the coming. Keep them coming. <laughs> Go on. Always good to hear about a bargain, so keep them coming. Um, Ballstick uh, uh, tweeted in, feedback, ask Matt to slow down so we can have some idea of what he's saying. Now, I I feel like I've slowed my speech down quite a lot because, you know, if I've had a few beers or if I go back home, I'm suddenly talking at a billion miles an hour. I think I'm slow enough, but I'll try and Um, slow down. Maybe I'm just used to it. I think I I I got used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Start like listening yeah. at double speed. I mean, I do. I do basically speak at a billion miles an hour usually, but uh, I'll try and slow it down. Uh, Lee Scoville. Now, uh, Lee and a few others tweeted about uh, our discussion of Inside last week. Mate, you're speaking too slowly. Yeah, can you speed it up, please, mate? Yeah, really. I mean, there's only one person that asked you that. You can't change your whole life just because one guy called Ballstick asked you to change it. <laughs> it's a good point. It's a good point. It's no, actually I- ballistic. I've just read it. Uh, how did you read that as Ballstick? <laughs> <laughs> slow your reading down uh, get your speech back stick. up um, <laughs> go on anyway um, 
Yeah, so <laughs> last week we had a discussion about uh, Inside. Most uh, notably, the special edition is coming out on im8bit.com with um, the collaboration of doing with Real Doll. Um, here comes some of the feedback uh, from Lee Scoville. Did we just have another night in the wood situation? Perhaps I'm mistaken, but Matt's refusal to acknowledge David's question about the thing at the end of Inside is made up of. Uh, uh, sorry. It, it, my uh, refusal to not acknowledge what it's made up of uh, had uh, Lee's uh, alarm bells ringing. So I have to ask, did Matt finish inside? Um, well, I mean, the fact that you're stuttering all over the place there makes you feel like you've just been collared. Like, as, soon as, you, was, you, as soon as I saw this, I was onto this because I thought, you know, he's probably, you know, because of what had happened before. I did check, like, your, uh, you know, your achievements, Matt, to see where he was. <laughs> And, I mean, what's disappointing is that Inside doesn't give you an achievement for finishing it, so it's kind of the result is inconclusive. Did you watch a YouTube video of that? No, I, I finished We had a spoiler cast. I, I talked full and frankly well, about yeah, it. Yeah, but just, well, exactly, but you could have seen that on YouTube, you know, without having to well, have, uh, I didn't, but in this case, I finished again. Okay, all Not right, convinced. jury's out. Um, yeah, I mean, do I... Do I just drop what the point I was trying to make yeah, last I mean, week? Basically, we should do like a spoiler bot bit because I I had my views of the ending. Then you d- told me, well, you explained more after the episode, and suddenly I felt quite bad. Let, let, let's spoiler do a bit bot more doesn't feedback. work though anymore, does it? What? Dash radio. Dash radio. What? Well, how does spoiler bot work then? Just what is he going to say? Turn your turn your volume down turn a bit in your, your radials in your Lambo. Now. Yeah, please leave the room <laughs> if you do not want to know the result of inside. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Uh. Spoiler bot. Wiles opening. Just tell him how far to fast forward. Yeah. So if you don't want to listen to what happens at the end of inside, fast forward one minute and fifteen seconds. Or if you're listening on Nash Radio, switch over to Snoop Doggy Dog for a bit. I mean, really, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but it's an old game. The, the thing that we think is in that box is made up of, at least, at the very least, one dead child. And you're going, oh, yeah, I'll try and fuck it, fine. Yeah, go on, send me one. <laughs> yeah, I, I sort of forgot. Steady on. I forgot that bit. So wh- it, when I was saying that last week, I thought, well, it's just made of, like, yeah, human body parts. I didn't really sort of t- take into account a child may or may not be in there. Um, I just thought yeah, but even then, body it. parts, anyway. What's yeah, that about, man? A, a ball of dead people. It, it, anyway, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Anyway, that? The, well, I mean, look, I just, I just, I'm interested in new experiences. Um, but the fact you said it, it mentioned okay. that children, wait, I just wait, thought mate, I wouldn't go down this path if I were you. No, yeah, I went down this path yeah, last week. Yeah. I'm interested in new experiences. Good. Lock, Lock the fucker up. Their kids in a ball. <laughs> Lock him up. Lock him up. Look, I mean, after you explained it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that is bad. I can't really tell you that, but. I can't really say that. You can't even think it, Matt. All right. Come on. Well, I had already right. said it. So anyway. Next. It's fine. Um, there was loads more feedback. Um, favorite Richard Andy Hamilton saying, I've called the police on Matt. Um, uh, Adam Reynolds, I uh, hope you don't mind, uh, computer, uh, computer game show, but your dulcet tones have just sued me for the duration of my vasectomy. Uh, I mean, that, that's quite a listen. I mean, I I would assume some relaxing music or maybe just sleep. But um, imagine having like I'm quite, you I'm quite proud of that. guys arguing while he's this guy's having his uh, his tubes cut. Um, yeah, well, to be fair, me and James arguing sometimes feels <laughs> like the same experience. Like we're just you're getting your tubes cut. 
It's just awful grating. Well, like, I understand I mean, that. We're aware of that. We're in working my mind, on it. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing it playing aloud um, while surgery's happening, and the surgeons again so pissed off with like James's inane arguments and poor argumentative skills. Even they're like, oh, "Hey, man, what, what's that about? Why are you having? Why are you slagging me off?" <laughs> the guy doing the operation is definitely going. There's no way he's a doctor. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, t- t- I mean, technically, he's not anyway. This is the surgeon saying it, not me. <laughs> the surgeon's going, James is like, we don't see him as a doctor. He's just called himself a doctor because he d- he knows what happened in China in 1933 or whatever. And, uh, yeah, and I think it's yeah, 1894. It's offensive to my uh, profession. That's what they're saying. I mean, basically, the, doc- the oh, doctor, the surgeon was so pissed off that Adam actually only went in for, to- for a tonsils removal. And he's like, fuck this. I mean, the, doc- the doctor was livid. I'm going to lob his... Yeah, okay, right, cool. Andy Palmer. Um, Re Neo, uh, John obviously played last week, as from the thoughts. Um, bosses are on the whole shite, and the locals are very repetitive. Uh, and locals? Okay. Um, but what, uh, I guess maybe locations. Uh, but what keeps fans going back is the beauty of the combat and the loot. Take away the shit, and it's a very good Min Max Diablo esque loot fest. Does that mean. Yeah, does I, that I mean read this, and this is. Well, no, I actually read this in the week, and that was the final nail in the coffin uh, for me <laughs> playing it. I deleted it after reading this. Bosses are shite, and the locales are very repetitive. Well, there you go. I, uh, see ya. You didn't make it to the yeah, end yeah. of the tweet. <laughs> well, I agree with that bit. I'll assume <laughs> I'll agree with the rest of it. I'll read the rest after <laughs> deleting this game. Yeah, but I already said that I like the combat. No, I know. I'm not taking the piss out of you, so I can't well, yes. Um Alex, I mean, on UK. Regarding doppelgangers, which we discussed on last week's show, uh, I always thought John looked like a tougher, meaner Will Young. Oh, Yeah. No. Really? Probably. You've Probably. got no problem with that? Why would I have a problem with it? He's a good-looking guy, isn't he? Right. He's just a guy with a similar face. I mean, I don't really... He's a bit he's... odd-looking. He's not got a similar face, has he? I don't know. I wouldn't say he's odd-looking. Oh. What's up with that? I would take that as an insult. Would you? Yeah, I just think he looks weird, doesn't he? He's got the and he got the underbite. I'm probably thinking of a different person. Aren't no, I? I'm not thinking about Ed Sheeran. Yeah. <laughs> no, this, about Dr. Dr. Dre. No, it's um, <laughs> no, it, uh, he's a good-looking guy. So uh, congratulations, John. Indiana seven four seven. What was that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I don't know like the events think... on Sunday night have just what has happened to Matt. He's been. Uh, it's Do been you a think bad, maybe a very very Matt, bad day? He's now starting to realise how close Rezd is and he's got to go face to face with John. And now he's going to just like, he's putting the brakes on a little <laughs> John bit. John is the least of my worries at Rezd, frankly. It's like when you're coming up to your year no, review not. at work, like and you're about two months away and you get your yearly re- appraisal and you're just like, actually, maybe I'll just start, start putting a little bit more <laughs> yeah. effort in for a couple of months. I'll start getting in early to work. <laughs> yeah. Okay, John, if it makes it any better, I've always loved judo. So um, next bit of feedback. Indiana 747, just to the point in, the com- in a computer game show where John Denton says Matt had won a solo game of PUBG. Sorry, Matt, but I need hard evidence of this questionable claim. I happily posted a picture of me we- uh, wearing uh, winning a chicken dinner. And, also, um, that, that, that's a slight against me because I'm the one that said it. That's not a slight well, against no, me. I mean, it was, it was so definitely, it definitely against me. I mean, uh, he, he just assumed I had lied to you. Um, yeah, but I, uh, yeah, 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 fair enough. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't believe that shit without evidence. Anyway, the Ev was there. Post on Twitter. I'm sorry, Indiana, for uh, Don, for disappointing you and everyone else on Twitter. I would like to highlight, though, Go on. that um, Matt did get this solo Chuck D-, Chuck D when it was completely broken and it was literally just a flip of the coin. 
I mean, now that it's a little bit more fixed and people can aim on that fucking thing, he's he's not. I mean, so, he's not sorry, had a chicken dinner are, are, for a while. Are we saying that Chuck Dianney, are, are we only like counting Chucky D's on nope. certain firmware <laughs> updates? No, nope, I'm not. I'm not taking it away from you. I'm just Sounds saying. Like sort of were. I think I, I think that's out of order, Dave. I've got to be honest. I think that's out of order. Oh, I'm, no. claim, like, I'm claiming all my chicken dinners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, I'm no fan of Matt, but you well, know, I'll stand up for what's right in I this think world. After the, the we haven't got second none of patch. us have got solo. None of us have got solo chicken dinners apart from we have got to be real about that. Yeah. But, but right now, what I'm saying is that there's got to be some sort of reason this has happened, John. Because I mean, he walks out in the middle of the fucking blue circle all the time. I do. I, you can't. There, there must yeah, be no, a reason it, for it, it. It, it. It's fucking infuriating. But what can you do? All right, okay. Imagine yeah, because I got one as like um, those drops, and I basically got like a bush and a incredible sniper rifle, and uh, I got one okay, kill. Next feedback. Hold on, are you playing Fortnite? No, no, no the, the, the ghillie suit. So a bush, fucking See, state of you. A bush was a human bush. Are you, t- <laughs> are you telling? Are you telling me you still believe it now, John? Well, Come I believe on. it, but you know, he's just really let everyone down there. A and bush. I activated by Titan, and um, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I ro- and I rotated the the block. No, okay, we're, we're done with that. Trick. Go on. Okay, go on. Tom Dowerty. Glad Matt addressed Dave's frankly bizarre pronunciation of the word Pokemon. Dave, sit down, mate. Um, uh, that was it. Actually, just goes on. Uh, yeah, some other people mentioned the Pokemon Pokemon thing. Um, did I? Yeah, uh, I didn't see anything about that. What what they say? Uh, I think they're saying in the emails actually, John. Basically, someone's asking about how you pr- how we how we should pronounce Yakuza, and someone else yeah, said, "Yeah, but yeah. why are you yeah, getting in? Yakuza, why are you getting right? in on my emails, Matt? Because Dave asked if we had more emails, feedback right? about the thing I just referred well, to, John. No, because that's the Pokemon. It's different. It is different. Um, I I watched a video on how you're supposed to pronounce it actually, because I was do- well, just thought I wondered if how wrong I was or whatever. And yeah. apparently, we're both getting it wrong. What should it be? Because it's, it's Pokemon. P- Pokemon? Oh, jeez. Well, come on, I was doing that. Because of the accent over no, the E the, or something. No, but the accent on the E would make the emphasis on the E. So it would be yep. Pokemon. But yeah, Pokemon. Just listen to the way that Reggie pronounces it. That's correct. Yeah. It's That's what you've got to do. Look, why are you always following Reggie? Like, he's, not, he's not God. He's, in the he song, makes mistakes in the song, as well. The song of the cartoon, it's Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. But ultimately, we come to the conclusion that it didn't matter. Yeah, I mean, it so definitely doesn't matter. Why are we it? talking about it again? It's made up word. That is it for feedback. I mean, obviously, there are plenty of other tweets of other, other discussion points, shall we say, during the week, but no doubt we'll, no doubt we'll talk about those later in the show. Uh, thank you ever so much for your feedback, everyone. If anyone wants to leave us feedback or comment or whatever, it's at ComputerGamePod on Twitter, or you can email thecomputergameshow at gmail.com. Well, well, breaking news. Who's the man on the scene? It's James Farley. What's going on in video game world, James? I hate this build-up. It's terrible. Because this, this week's not been a great week again. Um, oh, really? There's been a couple you, of things. I, I'd, love it, I'd love it if they started the 10 o'clock news like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not imagine how long it is, Dave. Listen, right? I was I'm, talking to Matt imagine, about this. Sorry, imagine how long a journalist would last if they're like, well, it's just not been a lot of news. <laughs> Yeah, but it's different, isn't it? Because they, they just have to report the news. I can't do that because I have to look through this news and I have to think, okay, what here is going to spark a conversation? I can't just say this game's James, coming out or whatever. It's It doesn't work like that. I have to think, you, don't, you know, what's you don't, good here? You can't report the news because you don't report the news. You read the headline and go, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's well, literally read, what read, you do. No, you don't go true. into the article that's or not the true stats at all. on it. I go through it. I have to summarise the article. You know, I have to go through the whole thing. It takes a bit of time. You know, it's every 
like Monday lunchtime I had to do this. It's you know it does right, take quick, a bit of time. Uh, hurry up because people are already tuning off. All right, well, anyway, Hi, anyway. I am Hugh Edwards. This is the news at ten. It has not much has happened. So we've already done yeah. that, Matt. Ah. Can we uh, oh, no, stop nicking my fucking jokes? <laughs> Why are you it's recycling them already? It's broken. <laughs> it's broken, it's, Matt. I think it's some lag. <laughs> it's jolting. Go yeah. on next. Okay. So anyway, so the one of the big things from last week was the Switch uh, Nindies showcase um, that happened. And so with this, what was, I mean, do you, does anyone have any interest in this at all? I mean, I didn't watch a single thing, but I did see a few sort of, like a few of the trailers floating to the surface. There was mm-hmm. a pool game yeah. or something, pool world There's or pool, something. It's shit. pool panic. It's like a kind of, it, I mean, they're billing it as being the world's least realistic pool simulator. So you like use a cue ball to like complete challenges and stuff like that. It looked quite good. But what was yeah, quite cool. interesting with this though is they had quite a lot of like timed exclusives and stuff, which you know they've not really gone in for that before Nintendo with this stuff. But they've like seemed to have nailed down quite a lot of stuff as being like, you know, this is coming well, to Switch the, first. It's the indie platform at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's always been PC, and there'll always be a lot of indie games on PC or whatever, but it seems like a lot of indie developers want their games on the Nintendo Switch. Um, I don't know how well they're doing on that system, but I, I seem pretty well, because well the yeah. people are flooding Yeah, this it. was like Vita 2, doesn't it? Yeah, and that's great. It's, it's great that it's on this system. So I, to- I totally get why they would be... Um, promoting this more and pushing it and and you know it, we said when the switch was announced like that it would be an ideal indie sort of platform um yeah so that's why that's why it's all over the place and fair play to them how long how long was the uh direct it was about 10 minutes or so and there was quite well, a bit longer than that maybe there was there was a lot of content though i mean do you want me to go through some of what they've what they have and well, can... we won't know anything about them, will well, no, we? It'd no, because be no, some pointless. of these you will know. Like, there's Mark of the Ninja is getting a remastered version. Do you remember that? Okay. That was no, like yeah, a... I mean, I didn't play it, yeah, but yeah, I yeah, good game. about it. So... Very good game. Yeah. There's also, like, Lumin's remastered is coming. So that's a, right. another reason. L- Lumines? Yeah. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Lum- Lumines, apparently. Lumines, Lumines. I can never remember what it is. Five, 500 Well, how Lumines. did Reggie pronounce it, James? How I don't know. Reggie I wasn't paying attention. Then also, I mean, there was one game that did interest me, which was called Garage. Which was um, it was like a top-down shooter. That's where you we podcast, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it looked, it looked quite a lot like Hotline Miami to me. It looked, looked pretty good, and also like stuff like Reigns as well. You remember that mobile game where it was? Um, oh shit! Is that coming to Switch? It is, and there's also going to be like a co-op mode. I don't know how that will work, but um, but also like a whole bunch. I mean, there was quite a lot of sort of and sort of adventure side scrollers as well that they were um, showing off, which a lot of them were. They looked very sort of sort of similar to Celeste, you know, there was a lot of sort of like speed running and, you know, stuff like that. But there was there was quite a lot of good stuff that they showed off. It's probably not fair to say, right, but when it comes to indie gaming, expect a lot of shit. Like, there's always a lot of shit. I heard people saying, oh, there's far too many indie games coming to the eShop. And I'm just like, no, there's, look, there's going to be a lot of crap that comes out for it, right? But you've got to remember that the good, the, all of a sudden there'll be one game that is like, holy shit, this is insanely good. Uh, and then everyone will jump on that. I mean, you look at, yeah, as you say, Celeste, as you guys have been raving about it. I really enjoyed um, uh, Golf Story last year. If there's three or four indie games a year that comes out on it and it's brilliant, then it's worth it just to, you know, have all, all that flood of uh, stuff that you're not so interested in. I mean, um, the only disadvantage with it is the fact that they are going to have to figure out the sort of discoverability for this because... 
you know, I mean, things do rise to the top that are good, but then also when there's so much content, it does start to get a bit more difficult, you know, to sort of find... Um... Yeah, but only in your brow- if you're browsing. But when was the last time you just, like, browsed the eShop with an intention to buy? I do that sometimes. I sometimes have a look and see what's new or what's on, on sale and stuff, you know, to see if there's anything But good. have you ever bought games that way? Uh, Once or twice. I mean, that's how I got detention, was, was through that, was just through browsing. It, it wasn't through... Sure. Um, I think yeah. Nintendo today said that <laughs> they, they're going to fix the eShop, that. haven't they? They saw a comment about that. About, about even if, if they understand that it's, it's not great for discoverability and they're going to fix it in some way. Because this is oh, the problem If that... only they'd have done that in Update 5, Matt. Oh, it was the big one. It was the big number and they didn't do it. Uh, go on, James, what were you saying? Yeah, I mean, this is the problem that Steam has had as well, isn't it? It's like totally awash with and just stuff. Store. Yeah, exactly, and it's it becomes difficult to like find good stuff. And one of the things nah. that's been great about the Switch over the last year was the fact that there were things like Golf Story, you know, that sort of appeared and people like jumped on. It's just you know, I know. I mean, most- I, I, trust me, trust me. This stuff, if it, if it's genuinely incredible, it will float to the top, and you will hear about it. And all you got to do is type the title into the eShop and find it. It's not. I don't see it as that much mm-hmm. of a problem. But either way, yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be nice if it was better? Um, well, I mean, it's just how do you make it better? Well, I don't know, but a, a way... Fucking hell, guys. Come on. <laughs> it's a discussion, John. It's a video game It's not podcast. a discussion. I don't know. Everybody said I don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> exactly. My point exactly, John. My point exactly. Next story. Okay, so Sea of Thieves came out this week and, well, last week, and there's, there's been some stuff related to this, so... First of all, I mean, I've got two things here. So first of all, Rare addressed the launch issues that there were with, like, a developer video. So, I mean, this is quite interesting because this is kind of, like, in contrast to what happened with No Man's Sky, you know, where, like, there were problems with that, but then nothing was said for a long time. So it seems Rare have taken, like, a different approach with this of trying to get out and sort of face it straight away, sort of head on. So the big problem was, was in the first 48 hours after launch, uh, people were having a lot of problems connecting to servers. I mean, we, we experienced this, didn't we, David? Yeah, I mean, launch night, you just couldn't get on. They they stopped people, like, new pe- yeah. players joining so, completely. Yeah, so what they did was they blocked new players from joining, and it's kind of stopped this, but then, you know, people that were playing could still, like, continue. There was also the other problems with delays for, like, getting in-game currency and rewards and stuff like that. And they said in the video this is because they had three to four times more players than expected. And at one point, they had, like, 5,000 users per minute, which is... Yeah, I saw that, yeah. which is Which is quite a lot. And they said, you know, they they are obviously working to resolve it and the rewards will eventually appear. And, um, I mean, the video that they put out, I mean, it addressed all the sort of the technical, like the server problems they were having, but not really some of the other comments that people have been having about the game. Well, the biggest problem with the video, I thought, and um, is, you know, it's not really fair on them because I think what they did was right and, you know, they were frank and open, like, open and honest about it. But I'm into gaming and I, I, I got about... 10 i mean i watched the full thing but i got about five minutes in and just thought oh my god this is just like fucking boring Mm. like and uh, so the out of the millions and millions of people that have been playing that game how many people are going to see that video and how many people are going to try and launch it on launch day and just go i was fucking broken and ask for their money back i don't know it's the one thing that's been going around in my head about this is do you think we should be expecting better? Yes. Because my natural reaction is to go, look, how the hell could they ever plan for this? Like, it, it, it must be so complicated. And in fact, the fact that they're fixing it, I find incredibly impressive. They're doing it quite quickly and they're, they're getting it running. But 
But should we be expecting better from day one launches? I think if you compare it to other, like if you compare it to other day one launches, you know, like stuff like when you know, when when Destiny came out, was that broken? Um, no, Destiny Destiny wasn't broken, was it, John, when it first launched? Uh, the first one, I can't remember. I think it had some issues. I'm pretty sure it had some issues early doors. Yeah, yeah, nothing this bad, but the amount of new. Um, titles we've seen be launched and 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 they're totally fucked on day one, especially like online online only games. Yeah, I mean, it's not a surprise. Like battle uh, the battle Battlefield Four was a joke for weeks or months, even wasn't mm-hmm. it? I mean, I yeah, think so. So I mean, was um so was uh, Rainbow Six uh, Siege. That was that was a total mess for the first like month or two. See, I'd agree that we shouldn't like have like really high expectations for things to like work perfectly when they launch. But I mean, this was on like another scale, really. Do you know what I mean? Like, in terms of it not working, it was like worse. It seemed to me than than other other games. Um, and also, given given the amount of push that Microsoft have given this as well, I mean, it's well, I'm not I'm not defending them. I, I mean, like, it's not it's not great to have a broken game at launch. A part of me is thinking, yeah, we should expect better. This game should work. Like, you you you're asking for fifty, sixty pounds for this game. You know, you should expect it to work from day one. And also, they um, had all those beaters as well. You know where they, did yeah, all but this. the I mean, as they, as they said themselves, the beaters they, they can't prepare them for the amount of load that they're going to take on when mm-hmm. when the game finally launches. There's no preparation for that. There's no getting prepared for it. Um, but it's yeah, it's a it's a strange one, really, really, because a part of me thinks, yeah, no, they fucked up and that's bad because it's a product that they've launched and they you know they're expecting people to pay for but part of me kind of thinks well how the hell did i even resolve that problem mm. it's you know you can't you can't plan for that stuff so how much leeway do you give these these companies what do you, what do you think john because you've you've seen this like loads of times with games like well, just, when it happened with sea of thieves i was just like ah, just one of those you know it's just one of those and it's all about how how quickly they address it how they address it uh, and what happens and the next night the thing was working and then uh, the Saturday morning the game was down and people complaining and it's just like I think if you've got enough experience you just know that games yeah. I mean it's bad like you say it's bad and yeah things should work at launch but should is a kind of a pointless word I mean, it doesn't really mean anything should it's just you have to exist in reality and we know that the majority of online games regardless of who they're from regardless of how much money's behind them regardless of push don't work correctly on launch night at varying degrees but to be fair to see of thieves it was working fine the next night and every other time i tried to put it on it's been working so i can't be too mad at it when you got like you say rainbow six was months uh battlefield uh four months and i don't think you know like horrendous problems with that game fundamentally broken so yeah it should work but it is what it is. I mean, it, I, I can't really add anything more to the discussion than that. When the next big online game comes out, whatever that happens to be in the next few months, if when Red Dead launches, uh, will anyone be surprised if the servers shit the bed day one? I mean, probably not. No. Just go, ah, that's annoying. Let's just play, you know, PUBG and then we'll get on Red Dead when, you know, that's what that's what we're going to end up saying, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah it just, yeah. it's just, that's the way it is. It is the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then you know, there's there's two separate issues as well. I mean, you would you brought up No Man's Sky, but No Man's Sky, the, when they went silent, it wasn't really about server issues, was it? It was no, about it's... all the other shit that people were complaining about, and um, and that's the thing yeah. with this video, isn't it? It's it's like they've addressed the server stuff, which is like John said, it's kind of not really relevant anyway. It's the the other issues are the things that people are more wound up about. I think 
with that. I'm sure we'll get to that. Okay, fine. Uh, So the second part of that, though, is that it has hit number one, like, in the UK. And this is, like, based on box copies alone as well. So that's excluding the Game Pass subscriptions. And, uh, yeah, I mean... I mean, that is mad. Who's who's paying full price for this? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they don't regret spending £50 on the game at all. Yeah. It's... uh, Uh, I guess it's just people who just never knew about the, the Game Pass stuff. Yeah. I'm, yeah, it's, crazy, it's nuts. It? It's but we've all been playing. We've all been playing a week for for free due to the you know the free. Well, I mean, you you already had a subscription, right, John? Yeah, I've got, I've got Game Pass, but yeah, you know, same deal. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, it's nuts. How I, I think that probably didn't help the server issues either. Like the amount of people that mm. really like found out. Hold on, I can just play this full game for free for a couple of weeks. Well, I'll, I'll just do that. So yeah, God knows how many people were actually trying to get on that night. Must have been quite. Uh, Big numbers, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, okay, fine. Number one in the charts. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we'll next story. We got some. Um, so tournament mode is coming to Rocket League. Yeah, not really what I thought it was, but mainly because I didn't follow the news of it. Because the, the 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 idea of tournament mode in Rocket League has been floating about for a long time, um, and I thought. <laughs> Like an idiot, I jumped to the conclusion that it was going to be a little bit like online seasons on, um, on FIFA, or you know when they do the tournaments where you you play a game with a mate and then it pushes you through to the semi-finals and the finals and like pushes you through that way. Um, I thought it was going to be like that, but it's kind of not. It's you set up. It's all custom tournaments, so you can host a tournament uh, and then you go teams of two or whatever teams teams are free. Um, and then you set up teams and then you push through in tournament mode. I don't really, I didn't fully understand it by watching the video. I don't know if once you're in and the tournament's running, you sit until the tournament ends or you can go away and come back in a week time, week's time to play your next match or what. I don't know quite know how it works, but I mean, anything new to Rocket League is exciting. So I'm sure we'll get some sort of TCGS thing going at some point. Yeah, it's a kind of, like you said, it's like, players create and manage their own tournaments, but the detail about how it works is not entirely clear. But then also there's going to be enhanced garage options and like other stuff. But apparently the big update for this, though, is for the Switch version, because did you hear about the changes for this? Yeah, the, the, I mean, it didn't really make sense, because I thought it already ran, ran at 720p on the well, Switch in handheld, does it not? No, because what it is they're doing now is there's going to be two display options that you can choose from. So there's, yes, you, yeah. you can choose performance mode, so that's like 900p docked 720p in handheld but both of those at 60 frames per second or you can choose quality mode which is like 1080p docked 720p in portable but 30 frames per second but with extra visual stuff so it's like you know whichever you you fancy really I yeah think. the the extra visual stuff i don't really give a shit about i just want it to look a little bit smoother mm-hmm. um and it, by the sounds of it i mean I, I was always under the impression that it was 720p on the switch in handheld anyway mm-hmm. um so yeah there's no way i'm knocking it down to 30 frames it's no, you can't, play, you can't play Rocket League at 30 frames. No, like, not at all. Be, I, I, I can imagine it would feel awful. Yeah. So yep. performance so, um, mode is for you then, because that's the, uh, yeah, it'll be 60 frames for that. Yeah. I just want to know how that's different to how I'm currently playing it. But then, you know, whatever. If they, they improve the visuals, it's all good. I mean, I, I think they've, they've done that once already, and it, it looks a lot better than it did at launch. Um, in certain arenas anyway. Some arenas it sort of drops a little bit, but... Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't care. I'm used to how that game looks now, and I, I'm not bothered by it in the slightest. And that's it. That's all the news. Cool. All right. Well, rushing through it this week, and uh, I suppose it's because we've got a lot to say about some new games. 
uh, that have come out over the past week or so. Where should we start? Should we start with Sea of Thieves? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's I probably think so. the biggest title, isn't it? Um, number one, dude. <laughs> is number one. So we've all played it, have we? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we all have, right? Uh, no, I mean, oh, I, I, no, I just remember. That was about it. And I started one mission. That, that was brilliant. That was trying to convince everyone to change the region of their Xbox to get it a little bit early. I'd, and be then, trying to, uh, I'd just say it's an option. <laughs> played it and played it and said, oh yeah, you definitely didn't do that to violate your terms of service, um, did wasn't, you, Matt? So wasn't that right. also on the night we were recording a podcast anyway, so it didn't matter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. He, and then he was out the next few nights, so he didn't get to play it. Um, yeah, so, right. Where do we start with this? I guess, um, you know, getting the bits like, you know, it does look incredible. The lighting is some of the best I've seen in the game, uh, especially like the way it reacts with the water, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's a strange one. It's a very strange one. Um, it's a game that uh, does so much right, but does even bigger things wrong. Should we, uh, Dave, should we give opinion. it the breakdown? Because there's probably people listening who, who like PlayStation players or PC players or whatever, they don't really know what this is. They've not been following okay. it at all. So, yeah, I think I mean, you're right. Yeah, give it the, 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 the quick breakdown. So it's uh, yeah, an online pirate game where you're given a reasonably large ocean and you, you get on a boat with up to three other cult partners. So it's one to four players co-op. And you take on missions from a central hub, one of three types of missions, going to find treasure going to go and kill a certain type of skeleton or going to go and collect something and take it somewhere else. And then you fuck off onto the sea with your mates, either in a four-man boat um, or, uh, or a two-manner. And uh, you have to use the map that's on the on the boat and everybody on the boat has a different job. Um, you can switch jobs. One person will be driving, one person's doing the sails, one person's doing the map, one person's doing the cannons. You know, if you crash, one person's got to go down and heal the boat and stuff like that. And so the idea being that you, there's always a bit like Overcooked, there's always a bit too much to do and it can get a bit hectic. And the, the main structure of the game is go complete the mission, grab whatever it is, treasure, booty, whatever, bring it back to port, cash that in, use that cash, to then buy cosmetic items. So I think just in case people didn't know what the overall loop of the game was, uh, that's it. But that's also it that's it. But well, okay. Before we get to that, like mm. the, the one thing I like about this game, and I, I've said it about, um, you no, know, it's always good if you come away with stories, and I love games like that where you can sit down and say f things that have happened in the game and. They're not something that's like, oh, the bit where you go across the bridge in Uncharted and it falls apart, like because everyone experiences that. With a game like this, you really do have these sort of unique stories to tell. Yeah, you know? but that that's true. But then you get that with pretty much any like multiplayer game that isn't totally broken. Like you can, uh, I, dis you I can disagree. Make, you can make fun out of most games if you're playing with a good group of people. Okay, right. We'll look, we'll get to we'll get to the negativity later. Let's chill out for just five five <laughs> seconds. Um, and we we I mean we had some moments uh, this week, John, where we were just cracking up. Like oh, the, yeah. the the time where we launched onto a boat and there was one person already on the boat. There was only three of us, so it match made us with one other person. And we we spawned onto his boat as he, as he was sailing off the edge of the map, standing on the end of his boat, just playing some music. And instead of like going fuck, we're we're falling off the edge of the map, we all just joined him in playing music, and that that, that whole thing of it just uh, like the the boat just sinking and everyone just falling away and the sharks eating james yeah. was just fucking funny it was, it funny. was just good and then we had a moment where so while you're doing this loop that john's mentioned you can randomly come across other teams of pirates right so 
he'd be sailing along and you see another boat and you know it's a boat being sailed by other like human players well it was me you and chet was yeah it? that's right was it just the three of us uh yes it was yeah it was just the three of us right so we were on a boat doing a mission or whatever and in the distance we saw a two-man boat and we're thinking okay fine there's a two-man boat it doesn't look like it's going for us uh we're fine so we carried along our way and then we looked back again and it was like a horror film because the two-man boat was still there like even though we'd sailed like the length of the ocean it was still there mm-hmm. like about the same distance behind us and we're going what the fuck is going on here like what, what, i didn't see it follow us okay right so we started moving and then chet kept his eye on the boat and he said yeah no he's following us like he's just following us like he's keeping this distance away so we didn't think much about it because we thought it's a two-man boat don't worry about it it's a small team if it attacks us we we're, we're pretty confident and then all of a sudden it was getting a bit closer and a bit closer and it stopped and we thought okay right it's stopped again fine let's go about our business and then chet just screamed he's on the boat and <laughs> what the guy had done is parked up and swam all the way to our boat right and um he was trying to get our loot so we killed him and then went along our merry way. The thing is, if you kill someone in that game, you go on to like, you, you sort of get banished from the game for like 30 seconds and then you reappear on your boat. So like a minute later, he was back again and just following us and following us. And it was genuinely like a horror film. Like honestly, we'd see the boat stop and we'd go, right, he's definitely in the water somewhere. We need to do something. And then we were trying different tactics. At one point, you put me in a cannon and blew, like shot me over to it. I went say it like flying over the ship and stuff. It was funny. Like yeah. I thought that was just funny. But it kind of le- leads us on to what we're going to talk about now, which is, is stuff that we're, we're really disappointed pointed with with the game because all all of that stuff is great you know maintaining your boat um coming across other other um uh pirates and stuff it's all a lot of fun it creates a lot of laughter but ultimately what so what happened at the end of this story is that he finally managed to kill us all and then while we were waiting to respawn he then took all of our chests and just lobbed them off the end of the boat right so he was getting no gain out of it. We turned up and just wasted basically an hour's worth of uh, of play. If not longer, yeah. Yeah, and it was kind of like, okay, so what's the what's the end result here? Do you know what I mean? Like, what's the... Because people have been saying about, you know, how Destiny, how Destiny deals with... Like, a lot of people were saying when, when it comes to upgrading stuff in Destiny, it's all about getting better weapons, right? And Rare were always saying, no, we want everyone to be on a level playing field. We want all the guns to be the same. We want all the unlocks to just be cosmetic. And I think, in principle, that's not a bad idea. But in practice, it's terrible hmm. because you're not getting any real re- reward for the amount of time you're putting into it. Now, some people will come back and say, well, actually, the reward is the experience of going through and that little story you come away with. That's fine. But when you come away from it feeling that you've wasted time, that's not how I want to experience games. Like, I want to feel as if... So in Destiny, if I unlock an engram... I've got that engram. That's mine and I can cash it in. In this, it's if you get a chest, that's that's great. Yep. But then you've got to go through the whole process of of like um taking it back to an outpost and selling it. And then even when you do that, the the amount of gold you get for it is so shit. Like you barely get anything. Everything's so highly priced that it's mm. kind of like I'm gonna have to put hours and hours and hours into this to yeah, start seeing what? any benefit. 
for, it's, also, it's a first person game as well, so you, can, yeah. you can't see most of the stuff. That's what I was yeah. going to say. I mean, that's one of the biz- most bizarre choices about this because it's the whole game is cosmetic only upgrades, isn't it? But you can't see them like when you so there's they're really it didn't feel like there's any point to them anyway, you know, to, to doing no. that. Uh, admittedly, you can get more gold and then unlock more voyages as they're called missions effectively. So that's a that that, that there's structure to that and there's like a flow to that, but. The new voyages that you unlock are just the same. They're just the same process. It's go somewhere, find a thing, bring it back. There's no, there's no variety to it whatsoever. And the main problem with that is that you can probably even get away with that if what you are doing moment to moment in those missions that isn't just sailing and encountering other people wasn't so pathetic. And I, I do mean that. Like the combat in this game for 2018 is pathetic. It, it, there's some basic... I said, well, I said it feels like Goldeneye without the guns, yeah. like where it, it's slappers it's, only, it's which is fun for two seconds, yeah. and then the, you're just like, it's a lot of running past what you're trying to kill mm-hmm. as you're swiping your sword, yeah. and then having to turn around and losing where you are, you know, or using a, a gun with five bullets that you can only you can only hold five bullets at a time, so you either have to run back to your ship. Even like, and if there's no ammo box on the island that you're on, there normally is, to be fair. So you have to go and run to an ammo box on the island to continue your fight. Or if there isn't, go all the way, swim all the way back to your ship to load up five more bullets that may or may not hit their target. A snake takes about seven bullets to the head. It's, it's, I honestly think I was expecting the combat to be either not important or just kind of, you know, perfectly functional. Uh, and it is functional, but, it is quite frankly pathetic. You can't expect somebody in 2018 to play a game with that's like one of the central mechanics. And it's frustrating because the ship to ship combat with the cannons is really good. Mm, where yeah. you're having to line everything up and like judge exactly where like the arc and the parabola of the, of the cannonball is going to go. And when you get a hit, it plays this little sort of sea shanty for a second. It's really satisfying. But again, like, okay, you sunk their ship. Uh, they're just going to get a new ship. You killed them on board. They're just going to respawn again. There's no stakes to anything. There's no. Yeah. And, and the, I was the risk, about the risk yeah. reward is off, isn't it? Yeah. Like you, when you when you see an enemy ship, if you've got no loot on your on your ship, then you, of course you can attack them. Like yeah. it's it's there's no because there's no oh if we die. We, no, there's yeah, you know, exactly. There's no exactly risk that, and that's there, is there? and that's exactly what happened to us. And the the risk is you risk ninety ninety to one hundred and twenty minutes of our time, whatever we spent on that session. To have, yeah, a, a funny story, but ultimately a story that just ended with a guy who was more experienced in the game than us, just fucking us over, and then that was it, and then it was like the end of the night, and I literally haven't turned the game on since then. I was like, well, that was a fucking yeah. complete waste of time. It was funny for a bit, but, I mean, w- what were we supposed to do now? Just get those voyages again and do them again and hope that someone doesn't chuck all our loot off our boat because the loot means nothing? I mean, <laughs> I mean, we talk so much and people get so hit up about, uh, you know, loot grinding and this, the similarities to gambling and of course loot boxes. But I've said this before, like human beings, they, they actually like that kind of stuff. And obviously that can be manipulated in nasty ways. And we've seen that many times in gaming, but you know, there's a reason people were compelled to do that stuff. And when I was hearing Raya talk, it was all very noble and very nice. And we're just, Oh, it's all going to be about the stories and experience and being together. And it's like, mate, human beings just don't work like that. They don't. And there's proof in all the games that are successful in this world don't work like that. It's just proof. And it's so frustrating because Sea of Thieves, the canvas of Sea of Thieves, the mechanics, the sea itself, like the humour that you can have, the, the the fact that there's always too much to do on a boat is brilliant. All of the hard stuff. That's the hard stuff as far as I'm concerned. It's all brilliant. But you don't want to play it because the stuff that they should have got right and should have got right 
years ago with the focus testing that they've been doing. I don't know who the fuck <coughs> they've been getting into focus tests, but it's a bunch of idiots as far as I'm concerned because they probably paid a fortune for that. They didn't hire anybody who had the backbone, stand up to them and say, this is bollocks. Nobody's going to want to play this because you need to put more content in there. You need to make that content more, you know, you know, it needs to have something to it. Yeah, there needs to be. There does need to be like stakes, like a reason for doing yeah. it. Because I see, I played it with you guys. Then I went back to it and like played it on my own for a bit and tried to join with other people. And I just got bored because I mean, I only played it for about three hours or so. But I just began to feel like I feel like I've already seen everything. I mean, yeah. the islands look beautiful, like they look amazing, but there's nothing there. Like there's, there's nothing really on them. very little to do, and no, they all look the same. And it's um, you know, it's just such a shame because I mean, there's been quite a sort of a backlash to this. I mean, there has been quite a lot of people that have got quite angry about it, and I can kind of see where they're coming from. I mean, I when I came to this, I didn't have really any expectations for this because I hadn't really followed it. Like, and I wasn't, I'm not angry about it at all. But I can kind of see why people are because Microsoft really pushed this like in a big way, like with the hype and everything. You got, you know, like the whole idea of it being like a defining game for Xbox because it's like a first party thing and they haven't had anything for a while. Also, you know, it's a rare game and people really want a rare game to be good. And there was all like people having tattoos done and all that stuff. And then you play it and it's, it isn't that, is it really? It, it doesn't, and that's why well, the anger feels, I mean, for me with this stuff, it always feels like the, like the ferocity of the feedback is, re- is, is related to the amount of promotion that something's been given. Like, if, because the amount of sort of praise they were giving this or sort of push for it, it kind of means that people are going to like buy it back, you know, from that because mm-hmm. it isn't what they expected it was going to be. Well, this is, this is, um, I mean, this is what frustrates me the most. We've had this in recent years. You know, this, this isn't, this isn't some, uh, you know, brand new situation where it's like, oh my God, it's caught us off, off guard by how angry people are about this. We've had this exact same situation recently with No Man's Sky and that's where the comparison does work because it's that was equally pushed by the publisher. Mm. And all right, you know, that was more of an indie game uh, that was bought out by Sony and, and, you know, treated like a first party game. But the amount of publicity that, that I, I, I said to John in the week what what's you know really if this come out if this was announced two or three months ago and it come out and you go whoa hold on this is this is pretty impressive well we've seen it for two years now mm. they've showed it off for two two or three years and the expectation builds it builds and builds and builds and then when it comes out and it's it's not that it's not what we thought it was because it kind of is but it's the disappointment that there's not more to it that really sort of gets to you. I think if they'd have come out from the like from the beginning and said, "Okay, we're releasing this. It's kind of like early access, like, and we've got a roadmap for where we want to go with it, but you know, it's at a budget price or whatever, or it's included if you get Game Pass or something." People would be much happier about it. But I think it's the fact that they did they build this for like several years as being like a big first party title, you know, 60 quid release, you know, it's all, you know, like a big thing. And then it's come out and it, it's not, there's not much there. And I don't there's doubt not. that people are having fun with it. Like, I'm sure they are that like, but I just can't see, you know, how, how it has like a long-term future with that. Cause one of the other things is they, I mean, people say, Oh, there's going to be new content, more stuff will come out. But if people don't stick with this, is that still going to happen? Are they still going to uh, push it? It's possible. Yes, it's possible. It's it's definitely possible that they can turn it around. Yeah, I, mean, I genuinely believe that. I'd imagine that they probably Microsoft probably will stick with this because 
Otherwise, they're going to lose a lot of face, aren't they? Oh, you know, like well, as in- it's, not, it's not just that. Like, it's it, it, you've got to remember that this is on the Game Pass thing, mm-hmm. and they've got that option to sort of get to a point where they're happy with the game and sort of say, "Go back and try Sea of Thieves." You've got it on your Game Pass. Download it. Like we've added all this shit. But what um, will be really interesting about that is how many people are going to keep Game Pass after the trial ends because i'm not mm. going to i'm, I'm gonna um, i'm not keeping no, it no I'm not, I'm not but then you there's going to be other big titles coming out yeah for but it, state of the k's in june isn't it and yeah. crack down, crack later down. In mm. and then possibly the question Forza. is though are rare going to change their fundamental stance on this game and change it you know its entire yeah, essence by making it something that people actually want to commit time to because yeah. yeah there'll be there'll be an audience that's happy to bum around on the scene there's an audience there's people who want to just go and fucking sit outside and camp or go and travel and do fuck all their lives but there's not that many people like that <laughs> camp and travel <laughs> do you know what i mean some people are just fucking wasters and there's there'll be wasters <laughs> who play with three of thieves don't achieve anything but that's yeah. all this game is it's just a bunch of not achieving anything we sat there for two hours not listen playing video games with your evening isn't achieving a great deal don't get me wrong like you know it doesn't matter what you're playing i'm not trying to say that we're do, you know changing the world yeah. here but literally but sitting still, there it's got to be like two hours of my life it? you know it's, yeah, we just, just got an just image of a bunch of friends around a campfire and one of them goes now listen to this podcast it's really good <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll just like look at each other but one of them's crying now and just applying for a job on linkedin but i mean you're right <laughs> John, I mean, all that stuff that's like, all the stuff that's like neat about it, like the good, the nice stuff, you know, like the stuff with like, you know, you could play music and like, you know, the being sick and all that kind of stuff. That's all stuff that should, in my mind, should be afterthoughts. That shouldn't be yeah. the main thing that people are focusing on. No, 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 absolutely. And, yeah, these is, would be, be you know, there'd be brilliant details on a game that, you know, should be, you could just quite easily follow the formula, you know, of, of plenty of other games that are out there. Especially when I you're, saw, you're charging someone's... 60 quid for it and it's it's full price. Sorry, Dave, to, to cut I you off. I saw but... someone... Yeah, no, no, I, was, I started yeah. talking about it. Um, I saw someone uh, saying on Rollmuck that, uh, you know those snakes that you come across on the island? Mm. Yeah, you can you start can, playing yeah. music to them and charm them. Great. And I thought, that's all, all well and good, but I'd rather have a mission. Like, yeah. I, know, I know it don't work like that, but it's like... Well, no, you mean dead, yeah, totally. It's like, stop pissing about. Rare, yeah, but for, for real though, like, you have. When's the last time you made a good game? Really though, which well, true. I mean, wound not... me up because the reason is, I mean, like, it's kind, of, it's kind of the amount that I've got wound up by this is almost inappropriate. Like, why am I getting so wound up about this game? It doesn't really matter. But at the same time, it, it all ties into a fucking mode of thinking that exists at the moment. It's driving me up the fucking wall, and this just feels like endemic of this this fucking mode of thinking. This like how do you how do you mean? Oh, just this this fucking weak minded. Everybody has to hug each other because we're all so lovely the whole fucking time. That's not the way people fucking are. It's bollocks. Get are out of your fucking about- parents' house and live in the real world stop playing sea of fucking thieves stop making games like this you're fucking rare you're rare <laughs> you're one of the greatest developers of all time this is the piss that you want to put out fuck off yeah but well, rare, you... rare are not the rare that they were are they no like, but it's still that clearly. name those people should have some fucking honor right right okay but you're specifically talking about the whole uh, we don't want to do the the loot box we don't want to do the you know that that that's what you're referring to. They 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 adamant about it not wanting to be a game about having that kind of you know progression and that kind of uh, compulsion loops and that kind of you know wanting to, to 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 have something to do. I can't even think. I can't even remember the words they use because it's also stupid to me now considering what they released. But you know they're they're adamant about games shouldn't have to be about that sort of stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, okay, but then what do you do? You're going to charge sixty quid for this piss. 
your argument shit? I think I I mean that I I don't that way of thinking is not the problem. It's the it's what you're offering as a replacement for that. Like if you're if you, you well, what they've essentially done but is that way still of thinking followed is the same. This. Yeah, but we, that's what I'm saying. We, you know, you're right. But games don't have to be about that. We've got games that aren't about that compulsion loop. There's 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 games that that offer right. Take yeah, but I know it sounds I, weird. But take Super right. Mario Odyssey for example. Right? There's nothing did, in the game that you can't do right at the start with any of the unlocks. That, that, yeah, but Dave, sorry. you're misunderstanding me, man. Like uh, Mario Odyssey has a, a direct loop of something to do because yeah. there's a you know an entire progression the, the, in the no, goal. That's that's what I'm getting to. That's what I'm getting to. It's not about the idea of hey, let's let's make all unlocks cosmetic. Let's do that. It's what you're replacing it with. So if you, they're not actually replacing it with anything. Well, all that's they're the doing point. is the same old, same old. Hey, you earn stuff and then you unlock it. But the stuff you're unlocking is is not good enough. Like yeah. it's not. It's not just. Something, you're totally not just there's nothing there desirable. It's not just unlocking the stuff though. It's not just like having a like a gameplay loop of like you want to do this because you're going to get something at the end of it. It's also the process of what you're doing is just not fun. Yeah. That, I mean, shit, the if there was here. nothing to get, like, if there was literally nothing to get, not a cosmetic item in, in the game, but there was, like, you know, a narrative or, or just something to hook you, some reason to want to play, there's, you know, there's no story, which is fine. There's just something. You know, games just used to be a bunch of levels, one after the other, and you want to try and get to the end of them. This, yeah. this is just nothing. It's just like piss about on the sea for no reason. Good luck. With that, and it's all fights some skeletons that all look identical on every single yeah. island. And it's like, I mean, that that's one of the worst things with this, is I know people said, oh, there's like a couple of different types of skeletons, but it's boring, isn't it? I mean, why are they not? Well, that's that it. I mean, when, you, when you think about the enemies in Destiny, they're not exactly varied, and they repeat a lot. But killing them is fun. Yeah. Like, it's really, really good fun. And, and this game hasn't got that to fall back on you know what i mean it's exactly. like they I, took- I said at the beginning that combat that sword combat is pathetic mm. it's yeah, pathetic it as far as guns yeah you, you imagine that and, like you i would expect a fucking two quid indie game buried on some store somewhere to have that was about you know a combat game would have better combat than that it would have better combat than that it's fucking pathetic it's not good enough and you can't like i I'm quite often on the developers and publisher side in these things, anyway, more so than I should be, perhaps. But in this case, I just think, I just the mindset. The mindset of this game does my head in, and all they did for me was still two hours. It was just two hours. All the game did was still two hours for me, so I'm fine with that. It's not. I'm not even wound up about that. It's fine, I, whatever. But it, it, it's it's endemic of a whole way of thinking that exists at the moment that I just think is fucking pathetic. I I just it it kills me a little bit because. The idea is superb. Yep. Um, you know, the, 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 the setting, the, uh, idea of you having to really work cooperatively to get these ships to where you need them and all that stuff is, is fantastic. And it's the possibility of a really, really fun experience there that, that I feel has been missed. Um, and I don't, you know, it's what, what worries me is that are we going to, get the good stuff like even if it's a different game are we going to get the good stuff from sea of thieves and have an experience that's well worth trying or is it is that it now 
someone's attempted this, they've they've seen how angry people get. I don't know. It's made fucking money. Well, isn't it's, it? it's so, I know, but it's it, yeah, it's made money. But it's like, are people going to stick with this? And I really feel like you get this thing of like, oh, you know, we're going to like, you know, we've got a roadmap for making this, you know, releasing content and stuff. But that won't matter if people don't stay like with the game. Mm. And also, it has it made money? Yeah, it's number one this week in the UK. Mm. Fine. But like, how yeah. how many years has this been in development? Yeah, Rise a big studio. Like, consider like, how many how many people have played this using Game Pass as well, like for free, rather mm. than actually poning up cash. It's uh, it's mm. probably a, a quite. But a... how many people are going to keep back Game Pass? I reckon they're still going to be they're still seeing uptake in Game Pass subscriptions. Yeah, probably quite, quite a big one. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is this is the biggest driver for Game Pass thus far. But that's worrying. And it's, like, if this is the yeah, biggest is thing for like Game Pass, it's like, I mean, I think also it's just a shame because this was supposed to be like they really trailed this as being like a massive thing, you know, for like because you know there's been this narrative for such a long time about Xbox having no like good first party and stuff, and this was supposed to be the thing, and it's it's not. I don't think. I it's, just I just can't believe they didn't learn the lesson from No Man's Sky. Like they didn't get to the point where they. You know, it was coming up to launch, and I'm pretty sure there was a look. We have to get this game out now mentality to it, um, and they should have really bitten the bullet with it and said this just ain't good enough at the, uh, in its current state. And you're right, maybe that last year they should have announced, "Hey, we're releasing this. It's going to be an early access game." Yeah, uh, they should just handle know, the they're... messaging better. It would have been fine. Because let's face it, you know. PUBG on Xbox One has been broken for a long time, mm. and it still it still runs yeah. like shit. You, you're totally right. Literally, all it would those two words or preview program, whatever it's called on Xbox, put that above. And I know you can't necessarily do that with a 60 quid game, blah blah blah. There's all these reasons behind it, and literally, all the anger goes away, all all the all, all the resentment goes away because you go. You oh, see, yeah. it's a working program. Yeah, man. You go. Yeah. This is a sweet yeah. canvas. So, you know, even the stuff about it not working day one, literally, all goes away. I understand that they couldn't do that, but you can't like I, Microsoft are as uh, absolutely to blame as well here. Yeah, this well, is the first big game that they've had out on their platform in a long time. Mm. You can't count the Forzas because the, you know that's that kind of their own thing. That's the last time they had a proper, proper big exclusive on their platform. Like Gears Four, come yeah. on, like a proper new IP forever. Forza, and like I said, they they were just saying, <laughs> yeah. like I said, they they really pushed this as well. Like all of their yeah. marketing and everything was on on this and. You know, it's. I mean, imagine if you didn't know so much about this, and you'd like spent sixty quid, and then you'd like, you know, you you install this, and it's like, you know, what are you going to feel, you know, from that? Because I'd be annoyed if I'd done that. Oh uh, well, I'll tell you one thing though that I find quite strange. Um, I mean, you're right. Everything you said about this game, you're right, James. You were pretty crazy this week. I've saw a side of you this week that I've never seen before. Okay, like a, a proper internet troll side of you. Where? How's like, that? Because well, the day. After the game came out, mm. um, we played it, right? We, so we played it on the second night and uh, we didn't have a bad time with it because I'll, I'll be honest with you, the first hour of playing that game is fantastic because you don't know the limitations and actually sailing about with your mates is, is a lot of fun, right? But then you sent me text message after text message of negative articles about it. And I, oh, thought, I did. I sent you two. I sent you two because no, no, and you said then you said I've just read that as well. So clearly you've been you've been looking like up and see what other people have been thinking about it. You sent you sent me stuff uh, from Rollmark. No, I, I sent I, you. I'd in prob- fact, I'm looking at it right now. What I sent you, I sent you one article. I'd probably feel the same if I'd paid full price. 
And I was like, okay, all right, okay. Well, at yeah. one point, you I just text me no, okay. current 67 on Metacritic. No, this is not, that was no, it. Okay, let's look through, because I'm looking at the messages I sent you here, and I sent you about four messages. One was just from doubled. Forbes, which was like about... <laughs> one was from Forbes saying about how it was like 10% of a finished game, and then you just said, yeah, I've just read that. So clearly you were interested in that. And then I sent you another thing that was just from Romart, where somebody was talking about exactly what we've just been talking about. Look, how is that trolling? You skipped over the thing where you just text me currently 67 on Metacritic. Well, like, no, that was, that it. was that in was relation the, the to what we just said. This is like, you know, Matt, Dave, stop trying to just manufacture light stuff because this is nonsense. <laughs> no, no, all I'm saying is that you've never done that about a game before. Like, you've never just sent me articles about, oh, look, it is crap. Look at this article. You know, like, because it's I was weird. Tra- no, because I wanted to see, no, because we, we played it and we were talking about how we felt about it. So I was just saying like yeah this is this is some of the like from what i've been reading about it what's up with that i don't know like i was really 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 trying to like it really trying to like it well, like i do with most games that i play right um like even with uh yakuza when i first started that i really really wanted to get into it and it got and it it felt like a proper kick in the teeth because you know I, I try and avoid that noise from the internet and i try and avoid joining it because it's it, it's not helpful. I can't add anything to any what anyone else is saying when they go off on these negative rants and stuff. And also, I don't want it to put me in a certain state of mind while I'm playing it. Like I like just playing the game and working out my own opinions in it. Well, yeah, and that's what we've been and doing. it just killed me over the week. The more that we played it, and it was, I think it was that night that the three of us played John. And now Chet didn't like it from day one, really. Yeah. So we were getting it from both angles. You know, we were getting. Uh, the same articles, text from James and Chet, like <laughs> it's, you know, it's the same sort of shit, and um, and it was, but it got to the point where it was like, no, he's right, he's right, yeah, what he's saying about it, he's right, and I, I, you know, as much as I really want to love this, I can't overlook this stuff, and it's getting to the point where I just didn't want to load it up anymore, and that that is that's just it's so sad, like I, I find that so sad more than anything else because. As I say, I want to love games. Yeah, man. Like I, do, I, I want to over even the games that people are ripping into. There's part of me that goes, I really want to find something to love about this, and I just couldn't do it. I got, like, well, I could. There are stuff. There are things I like about it, but yeah. there's just so much overwhelming. What? Do you know what, why Dave, are we doing this for years? And all of us, we're all of a similar age. We've been told for years, and not so much recently, but certainly in our past, that, you know, games are a waste of time. Blah blah. Especially as kids and. You know, they're meaningless, they're pointless. We defended them and, you know, we've written things, we've talked about things, we've picked out the games, that you know, gone home, whatever it is. And then something like Sea of Thieves comes along and to me it's just a game without any meaning whatsoever. It's just a meaningless waste of time and that to me is so disappointing. Anyway, what do you think of it, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a shame it's turned out this way, isn't it, really? I mean, so, uh, but uh, what I've heard a lot of things, a lot of people say on Twitter is that, yeah, but we, we want more. But I don't think more is what people want. I think people want different because if it's more the same, people don't want that. Sure, they want more complex missions and whatnot. I genuinely uh, think they want meaning. Like they want whether it's, you know, whatever that actually means to, to want to use a different word, but, you know, whether it's a structure, whether it's a loop, whatever it is, I think that's what people want because you're right. More w- would be nothing. Like there's. Yeah. Yeah, sure more, no more content, more, more you know, even like more enemies. No, I, 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 I. Here's what I want. I want to give a shit about my ship. 
Yep. I don't give a shit about my shit because it's disposable. If it if it goes down, that's it. it I get a new one exactly the same. Uh, and I understand that there are unlockables later in the game, but right now that that vision isn't even in sight. If if um if I log on to Destiny, I've got my loadout. Oh right. So I I I'm loading up my character. I don't feel like I'm loading up a character when I'm getting into Sea of Thieves. I feel like I'm in a shell with with nothing. And yep. and I have to build up everything all over again. I want to feel some sort of progression system that carries over from what time I'm playing. Even the basic stuff of, I want to be able to join my mates. But I can't do that because if they've already started, they've then got to disregard everything they're doing, drop it and start from scratch again just to let me join them. You know, I want I, I want to be able to feel like... I'm owning a piece of that world rather than just borrowing it for a little bit. See, that's the ultimate feeling that I want to get from it. I want to feel like I am part of this game and not just watching it and then starting again next time I load up. Um, And okay, yes, there are other problems with it. There's the mission structure. There's what you're actually doing to earn coins and stuff. I get that. But the ultimate hole in my plan experience is how it feels like um, it feels like a, a demo of a Zelda game, or you know, it, it feels like a de- like it feels like a Destiny demo, where you'll play it through, you'll unlock stuff, and then you turn it off and you turn it back on the next night, and it's all starting all over again. You have got to just start with a new character or whatever. That's what it feels like, and I think with a game that is based on loot and um and unlockables and this online experience that is an extremely hollow feeling that you'll come away with knowing that you're turning that xbox off next time you turn it on you'll have a new ship that looks exactly like the last one but hasn't got all your inventory in it it hasn't got you know it hasn't got a mark that you've even been on the sea before it, and it's just you know and people will say to me who are into the game later on you'll get a new colored tanker that's not enough there's just not enough. It's it's it it feels it feels so hollow at the moment. Yeah, I think See, what, what I, this game needed. This game needed either like incredible combat, and that that would allow for weaknesses elsewhere, or or a, a really compelling upgrade, or uh, uh, yeah, up, uh, upgrade loop or, or loot loop, whatever it is. But as, as John said, as John said, the combat. Want... If the combat wasn't like the combat stayed the same, that wouldn't necessarily be a massive problem. He's right. It's awful. Right, but that wouldn't necessarily be a massive problem if ninety percent of the game like wasn't combat based. Yeah. You know, when you arrive on an island, it's all combat. It's all combat. It's all guns and, and swords and stuff. If that was a minor part of it, then fine. But it's not. It's a huge part of what you're doing in that game. Yeah, combat reminds me of Minecraft. Like you're just sort of walking backwards and forwards yeah. and swinging yeah. a sword. Like fine, exactly in Minecraft. How much do you do in that? Like ne- either never or very, very, very rarely. But yeah, you like you say. It is a huge part of the game in this game. See, I, what I want from this is I just wanted to feel like there was a point in exploring, like in getting on a ship and then going to those islands so that maybe there'd be something there worth, you know, sort of just exploring for. Because there isn't. There's no, no. point in, in doing any of that. It's like when you see those skull, sky, uh, skulls in the sky and you think, oh my God, that's exciting. What's that? Yeah. And it's just waves of enemies. Like, that's, I mean, that's the thing, like when you play stuff like Zelda or, you know, pretty much any like sort of adventure game the fun of that is like what's on the horizon like what can you see in the distance is it worth going there you know to sort of try and 
you know, find out or you know, whatever it is. In this, it's really not. There's no point at all. Unless you activate some quest, you know, to like, you know, I don't know, dig up a, a chest that you can do on every single island. It's just. And then digging you know, up the, cre- the chest is looking at a map yeah. and saying, there's the X. Okay, dig it up. Yep, got it. And it back to the it's not like you're working out these like interesting puzzles that require coordination and, yeah. and, you know, chatting amongst your teammates. It's literally just get the map out. There's the X. Dip, dig. Done. You know, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of it is kind of unbelievable. They just thought this, you know, that loop would be enough. You know that that's fine. You know to just sort of do that over and over and over again. I don't it's, know if they do. I don't know if they do. You reckon I don't they know rushed if it this... to like because it had to come out or yeah. But if they don't, then I, they're liars. That's what yep. Quite frankly, because they, you know, they've been out in front of the cameras, in front of the press, saying that they believe in this sort of stuff. And if, if they didn't, yeah. then they're quite could have quite easily kept quiet. They must have been quite worried when when all the fifty beaters were happening or alphas because everyone kept saying, "Well, this is final." But yeah, I'm looking forward to all the different varied mission types in the main game. And yeah. it turns out, actually, looking back at it now, that what we played in the alphas and beaters was the game, um, very much so. It's a shame like there's I said only three mission I want types. to know who were these people that they've been bringing in these insiders because you know before any of the alphas or anything went live, they've been bringing people in to play this game for years. Groups of people, focus test people. Who are all these people? Who are all get. these people? Just <laughs> mirrors. <laughs> anyway, that's probably uh, probably enough for that. Um, oh, no, no, and any... so, so, so right now, you guys are just putting us on ice. You're not, you're not going to buy. I'm touching until... it. I'm not touching it for six well, months. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm very willing to go back to it at some point, but not for a long time, and not until I know that it's made a fair amount of changes. You know what I mean? Um, um, speaking about Game Pass, so I, I um I had like a month three tr- uh, free trial with my ex, and then when I got to sign up, it said if you leave renewal, auto renewal, and you get, actually get two months. Uh, I was thinking today, do you reckon they made it so State of Decay's release date was just outside that two month that two month like trial period? Because I feel like it, uh, there's no way they would have. No, that seems a, a bit. That seems like the most narcissistic thing I've ever heard. I, I just think like, there's no way they would have like kept it in the trial period, knowing full well that a lot of people have just yep. got a trial yeah, for Sea of Thieves and whatnot. The, but a lot of people just got the two-week trial, and that didn't offer you anything more than that. Oh, really? I had, so, but I, I thought everyone who, who signed up for it, it said, if you leave renewal on it, or give another, th- no, another no. three months. Really? No, that's it. No. All right, well, no, well, well, that's what I did. I did it. It, it was a two-week trial. It wasn't a month's uh, trial. Um and yeah, I just it, it didn't offer me anything like that. So other people read online said, so yeah, everyone's got basically got six weeks because of the uh, one month renewal. No, not for me, not for me. Anyway, okay, there's been another game that come out this week uh, that sort of slipped under the radar because everyone was talking about Sea of Thieves. Um, a way out. Mm-hmm. Our boy Joseph Fares finally <laughs> got his game out there uh, and said, "Fuck you to the Oscars." Um, John and I have been playing this. Are you guys not not played it, no? You were talking about playing it in we've, in the group chat. We've got a plan, yeah, for that. Do you want to reveal it, Matt? Well, um, it, just uh, uh, this Thursday night. Hopefully, Thursday night. If this show comes out on time, uh, James and I are going to start playing this together. We're going to stream it. Cool. And you're aware you only need one copy, right? Yeah. What? I did. Cool. You only need oh, one I copy. You don't both need to buy it. Oh, James. Uh, one if. Oh, one of you can download you are... it, the other one downloads the trial. Because <laughs> John owns it, and I've got the trial when we're playing the full game together. It's it's, uh, it's a brilliant way of doing it. 
Um, Great. Yeah. What did you make of it, John? It was hard to... James just broken a blind. What was that noise? (laughs) 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 It was hard to judge. So we played for about two hours last night. And it was hard to judge how you were... Because Mm. a lot of the game, especially in the first two hours, is cutscenes. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. What do you mean? Well, I know you. I know you're about to say it's hard to judge what the other person thought of it because a lot of it's you're not talking because you're watching, right? So, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. sitting in silence. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I I had a good time playing it. I enjoyed. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, we had some fucking big laughs, which is always going to oh, be gotcha. a bit of help, yeah, including one which ended up on Twitter, which was fucking hilarious, like an absolutely hilarious moment. But even other bits. Um, that we, when we were just playing sort of largely in silence or some simple puzzles that we're doing, I, I was just enjoying it and, and engaged the whole time. I really like it. I don't think it's, um, well, we, like, like I said, we're two hours in, we're hearing it's about four, five, maybe six hours long and it gets better towards the latter half. So, um, we shall see. But like, I mean, in terms of just the basics, the, the scripting's a little wooden, uh, the voice acting's ain't, not great. Joseph Ferris's brother plays one of the characters. He's, that guy's no actor, but, I don't know. It just it kind of has a charm to it anyway. That I, I was able to to look over, look past a lot of that stuff. Also, none of that stuff massively outstays its welcome. The cutscenes are short. The dialogue is, is quite quick. So uh, none of that stuff bothered me. And then you just we were just left in this really kind of unique and um, unusual, and sometimes very clever co-op experience that's really not like anything else that that we played. What, what, what do you think? I'm. I yeah. I. I mean. It's not the game that I thought it was. I, I thought there'd be a lot more shooting in it. Right. I thought there'd be um, a lot more action in it. You said that uh, um, last night, and I still don't really understand why you thought that, based on... We both watched the same same trailer, uh, which you revealed afterwards, that is all you'd seen and, and all I'd seen. And quite clearly from that trailer, I didn't think there'd be lots of shooting in the game. But uh, It's just the way my brain works, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I saw shooting it, in that trailer. It, but is it because it, it, it looked a bit like an Uncharted game? No, but it looked like Kane and Lynch, didn't it, when it, mm. when it first... Uh, uh, when we first looked at it, but um, no, like I'm so bang up for playing more of this because a, a we had just such a massive laugh. Yeah. Um, there, there was so many moments where we're trying to do stuff like, especially the stealth bits where you know I got caught a few Fucking times. Useless, and, mate. Useless. All Unbelievable. Right, you it was the easiest well. stealth bit. You got caught as well. Let's oh, yeah, not. I did, I did, yeah. um, the bit that really interests me, though, John, yeah. was when we had to make the decision about going over the bridge or under the bridge. Mm-hmm. And it was like one of those dialogue boxes that you see in, you know, Mass Effect games or whatever. But you, like, you both had a choice. So it would have been interesting. Like, I don't know what happened. Yeah, next time we should just disagree if there's another just, one of those. Yeah, well, just not, even, not, not flat out disagree, but we shouldn't talk about it. Because what we did, we turned around and went, yeah, we should probably go under the bridge, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's go under the bridge. And then we both voted for under the bridge. And I think next time we should just, shouldn't have that discussion and just vote with what yeah, yeah, like, we're thinking at the time. Agreed. Um, I I find it hilarious how it doesn't even try and reflect reality in certain situations. Like it is, <laughs> this is a world that is built for two people to get through. Like constantly, it's really funny. It's like you might as well have just walked up to a car and saying, "Ah, oh, we found a car," but unfortunately, on one seat is the steering wheel, and then the other seat <laughs> is the pedals. What are we gonna do? You know, it's lucky there's two of us. You know, it's it's like that sort of stuff. But um, uh, but the, yeah. That sort of stuff I just found funny more than irritating. Mm. Um, but then, no, there's I, I've I've got a couple of theories of where this is going to go, and I don't know whether to float them. I probably nah, should because we haven't got a clue. Uh, all right, you can if you want. I just got a feeling 
that there was an emphasis on everything you're doing, I can see, and everything I'm doing, you can see. Right. But what if that changes later on? And, and then, well, I do. My wife does this all the time. She likes to. She's really good, actually, at guessing where things are going, and it's really annoying because I'm just like, "Well, you just play it, and we'll just find out." Yeah, like, I know, I know. But I'm, I'm really bad. I'm really bad at doing this, so this is definitely not what's going to happen. But right. I've just got a feeling that I'm going to know something that you don't, or you're going to, or vice versa. Yeah, that's probably true. And then, that's probably yeah, true. And if that if that happens, I cannot fucking wait to see where the, where it goes. Like, mm. I really hope that's the case now. Yeah, um, I'm definitely excited to play more. And you've got to give a shout out to. Um, to, was it Hayes Light, the, his studio, Joseph Ferris' studio? Um, the, I don't the, know the, the, uh, whatever. But uh, the the tech in this game is so clever. Like the, the, the split oh, yeah. screen, the fact that you're. I mean, no game has ever really played like this uh, opposing view, split screen, you know, other splits coming in to, to tell cutscenes and stuff, blending, uh, you know, the two screens will blend into one. It's all seamless. It's all really, really nicely done. It's so nicely done that you kind of forget that it's even happening some of the time. Uh, the game. <laughs> has the potential to not work i think and it, it works beautifully it's it's quite simple in the puzzles that we played so far and there's been nothing really mind-blowing about the actual moment to moment but um yeah taking a step back and looking at sort of what they've achieved from what i'm sure is a very small studio uh it, it's cool man i i just i was rooting for this game when i first saw it i know people like hate him now for that fuck the oscars thing but um i thought he was just like saying this is better than the oscars that's that's all i don't think he was actually angry at the oscars when he was saying that but anyway yeah. um I've, i i find that guy hilarious so um yeah i was rooting for it and it, seemingly the game's it came second in the charts in the UK. It's seemingly doing well. It's done re- well in reviews. Some reviews are really raving about it as well. So, yeah, pumped to see where it goes next. And, yeah, just happy for them. And it, it resolves that problem as well of, you know, my, my favourite moments were where we were trying to work out what to do next. Mm-hmm. And some of it was um, during <laughs> during shit bits, like uh, uh, where we're going, well, where's the door? We're in this room, but where's the door? And we're just wandering around aimlessly. But it was funny that we were just experiencing this frustration together. Yeah. Um, but there's also bits where it's like a genuine little puzzle bit and you're going, yeah, what am I supposed to do? That was the other example. So there's a bit where you're down like in this sort of basement bit. Uh, one of you slid, slid down into the, like this pool of shit and the other one's on this little gangway and it's pitch black. But because it's a game, you can still kind of see bits or whatever. Yeah. And John's like, there's a, there's a valve over there. Why is it not letting me twist the valve? I need to twist the valve. What's going on? And I went, oh, all right, let me go and get this. There's a flashlight over here. And it, he wouldn't let him twist the valve until I shone the flashlight <laughs> on it. And he went, well, why is it ju- just letting me do that? And I said, because it's a co-op game and yeah. it's just forcing me to shine a light on it so you can use it. I like, I don't know, part of that. We, we were just cracking yeah, up during that whole definitely. bit. And, uh, I also like yeah. the fact that we get into those bits where we didn't know what to do or couldn't find the door. And it was like really cool to see that, oh, Dave's as much of an idiot as I am in video games. And he just wanders about <laughs> not knowing where the door is either because that's like most of what I do in games so it's nice to say I'm not alone yeah 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 that's true I'm pretty sure we all play like that yeah. we just don't admit it <laughs> you know what I mean um, you should have seen me playing Lost Guardian if that was uh, Last Guardian if that was a, uh, a two player co-op game mate you'd, I think you'd have thrown your screen <laughs> at my half of the telly <laughs> uh, right okay fine so I would definitely recommend it I'm really really interested to see how Matt and James get along mm. with it Um. Also, do we talk about the overall tone of it? How do you mean? Like, it is very Breakback Mountain, isn't it? 
Oh, yeah, 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 it's, it's so, so, so gay, but in the, in the, he, in like the best it, way. It's, it's, there's, you just, I, I was saying to John, I would not be surprised if the last scene of this is just the two characters kissing. Like, a genuinely, mm. it's, yeah, I mean, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I know where I happens. want it to go. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> Right, okay, um, the other game on my list is uh, Darts of Fury. You mentioned this last week. I think it was off of the podcast, though, Matt. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think I've, I might mention it before the pod, yeah. You've been playing it as well, Yeah, it's you? good, yeah. So Darts of Fury is an iOS game uh, that it's like touch darts, if you remember that on the 3DS. Probably not, because I was the only one that ever played it. Um, but yeah, it's a touch darts game uh, where you flick the dart up towards a, a dartboard. Um, it Bills itself as like an online multiplayer, play against real people and this, this, that and the <laughs> yeah. other. And it's, it's full of, um, like the standard free to, because it is free to play and it's full of like gems and coins and rewind. Hey, you're and- now. Like, yeah, it's like you've got stats to your darts that deplete every time you get promoted, which means you have to spend coins on new darts and all that sort of stuff. And it's you can only play three times in a row before you have to wait for it to build up again. It's got all of that free-to-play shit on it. I am fascinated with how this works. Genuinely, I would... I'm absolutely fascinated with it. And when I'm playing it, I'm half playing the game and half trying to read what is going on on the screen. And, like... I I'm pretty convinced the vast majority of this game is fake. Like and you know it's something that we always have on the back of our minds when it comes to free free to play games is it screwing you over blah blah blah. But there's so it puts you up against people. The weird thing is there's never any lag. No one ever quits out. And if you bust, right? So in darts if you are going for a double 20 and you get a 50 then you bust and you have to, it wipes your score and you have to wait until it's your turn again. When you do that in this, you can pay five gems to rewind and and take that shot again. Now, that's not that expensive in this game. Like, you can easily afford that. No one's ever done that to me. I've seen lots of people bust against me and no one's ever rewound. It hasn't happened to me either. I'm I'm convinced everyone I'm playing against is a bot. It it feels like it, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm just... It's one of those games where I am like proper analysing what every single person is doing in that game. Did you know, Matt, when you're playing someone, you can touch their profile picture on the bottom right hand corner and it will show you their average darts? Yeah, I, I saw that sort of the help top, that, that help tip pop up, yeah. Well, it's all, yeah, done it. it comes up and it says, oh, this, this guy, their average free darts is 40. And I did that the other, the, the, I did that just before we started recording. And it was like, his average dart, free darts is 39. And I thought he's shit. And then boom, 140. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then, and then boom again, another 140. And I was like, this is what? This guy is fucking amazing. This can't be right. It's just, it feels like there's little tells in there to say, Actually, there's some fucking, there's some dodgy shit going on in this, in this game. There really is. But, um, but away from that, I absolutely love, uh, I love the sort of neon styling. I, um, I love, I love all the, you know, the, all the graphical tells for, you know, for your score, for the darts. It's incredibly for, stylish. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really, really polished in that regard. Yeah. I mean, the, the sound effects and the, you know, the fireworks that go off when you get a double and all that stuff. It is incredibly good to look at and, um, and to be honest with you, as much as I doubt the claims that the game makes, I have played it non-stop this week. 
absolutely non-stop every time you know i've even watched a few adverts so i can get one more play token that sort of stuff i've i love it i think it's brilliant and uh, hopefully that sort of um anger at the back of my head well it's all fake it's all shit it's trying to get me to spend money hopefully that fades away and i just enjoy just playing darts on it it's really weird uh, uh, how do you play against friends well couldn't find like a friends tab or anything i don't think you can which but makes it weird i, well, I wanted to add you straight away but just there wasn't the ability to which is strange i want to do some tests like i want to turn my router like i don't want to turn my router off but i want to take the internet cable out of my router so the phone still thinks it's on wi-fi but there's no internet running through i want to see if that affects the game because if you're not on the internet it will say you're not connected please double check or whatever but it could just be pulling data off of the server i don't know it's weird man it's weird i'm pretty convinced it's fake i want to know how it works i'm dying to find out how it works it's become a bit of an obsession of mine it's weird so, so yeah it, it, it's, it's, really, it's a really fun game it, it's really really quick uh, it looks really polished and uh i've been playing more Fortnite on ios of course than this but this is still good for a quick five minutes Really? I, I tried PUBG. I told you that, right? Did I tell yeah, you that last week? I downloaded that. I haven't actually played a game. I see it. I played it once and deleted it. I just don't want to play a game like that. Um, although it is quite funny watching people, Sean included, going, oh, I've tried PUBG on mobile. I've got a chicken dinner. I'm the best. You go, well, actually, actually, your first game is against bots, apparently. <laughs> like, it's not even against real like, people. Uh, and then just destroy their dream, destroy their day. Uh, so that was Darts of Fury on iOS and other things, I guess. Um, James, have you got anything we haven't spoken about? Uh, it was just Sea of Thieves, but also I'm getting even further into Yakuza 6 now. Oh, sorry, Yakuza 6. Uh, are you getting on with which, it? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really properly enjoying it now, because it's, um, it's, what's happened to me now is it, it's sort of switching between cities, and there's quite a lot of like comedy which works quite well. Because like, cause you, you go from like being in this sort of less developed city with these people that you sort of team up with, then they have to come back to Tokyo and you get that whole sort of like fish out of water thing going on and it's it's pretty funny. But then also last night I discovered something else which, um, I, did you did you see those messages I sent you? Or... I was about to just bring that up. Yeah. Like, because when we were talking about Yakuza and I was saying, isn't it weird how people overlook like the, um, you know, the gratu- gratuitous sex in it? You yeah. know, like the whole... Um, you know, it, Yakuza Zero is you can just walk into a bar and watch a, a video of a woman getting undressed or whatever. Yeah. And you were like, no, that was representative of the time more than anything else. Yeah. And then this one's come out and it's like, they've replaced it with well, cam yeah, girls. That's the thing. They've gone from <laughs> phone chat to live chat. So there's cam girls. So basically you go to like an internet cafe and I mean, obviously it's disgusting. And uh, Who's doing that in an internet cafe? I don't know. Somebody must be. But, um, you know, so you, you go in there and you can like chat online and they, they, they make it into like a mini game by you have to like press the button combination like really quickly. So it looks like he's typing, you know, so you can be successful. I mean, as I said, it's it, obviously it's disgusting and appalling, but it fits with the sleazy but vibe would, of the whole series. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's disgusting, yeah, appalling. How much, I, you, I, how much of the game? pictures of it have you spent 20 hours in that alone well i, I mean i did I, obviously i had to try it out because i'm reviewing so you know i had to see what <laughs> see what how, how the game worked but yeah it's um it does fit with the with the sleazy vibe so you know but i'm, I'm about halfway through now and i'm just looking forward to how it pans out it's i'm probably enjoying it now so that's good about halfway through yeah so you, what you put like 25 hours into no it? no any of that probably about i don't know about 10 or 11 12 
about that much. Oh, right. I thought these games were like 40, 50 hour games. It depends, because it depends on how much like sort of side stuff you do. And at the moment, I've been keeping mostly just to the main main story. So apart I haven't. From the cam girls. Yeah, yeah obviously. Apart, yeah. apart from non stop cam girls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like 15 hours, hours of that must be cam girls. <laughs> Not quite. But, you know, it's, it, you know, you have to research. Not you quite. have to like try it 13. out. 13. You know. Okay. All right. Um, Matt, did you any, have any other games to talk about? Um, I'm mean, I still playing Fortnite iOS. Um, I still think the sync in between that and the console version is brilliant. I've, I've barely, I think I play maybe one game on a console, but I just love the fact that I can play in the daytime on my phone. You know, if I have the odd, you know, on the way to working back, and then that stuff synced up. I think that's fantastic. And um, but I saw most- firsthand the effect of that game uh, at the weekend. We were we were in a pub about lunchtime on Saturday. Um, and some of the mates of mine had their kids there and they were all out in the beer garden playing Fortnite on their phones. It was nuts. Like I'd never, like it's so quick how that's happened. Um, and there was this one guy in there that said, yeah, it's this new game, Fortnite, it come out like last, a couple of weeks ago or whatever. And I was like, no, this has been out for a long time. (laughs) They've just put this game mode in it and it's, it's exploded. Um, so yeah, it was, everyone's talking about Fortnite now. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, we didn't mention it in in the news, but basically there was a Fortnite stream that actually smashed the the Twitch record. Um, I was on YouTube Gaming, I think there's this um, Spanish. I think basically it's like yeah, a Spanish, it's Spanish YouTuber yeah. had like hundred hundred other YouTubers, and there's that massive collab on YouTube. And it had over like a million watches on YouTube Gaming. It's crazy. It's fucking mad. It's mad. Absolutely bonkers. Yeah, people are obsessed with it. Yeah, it, it is insane. Um, and uh, I I played um, Dark Souls and. Um, oh, do you want to probably... explain for those of you that haven't followed Matt's uh, stream from last night? Uh, well, uh, Sunday night, as you're listening now. What happened? You 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 promised to take down Ornstein and Smo last night, and you took well, them down. I, I'd um yes. And and that's that, uh, John. Well, no. Um, so I've been trying to beat Honestly and Smo for uh, no, no, no time at all. You know, it's 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 been very little time, Matt. But go on. Okay, well, basically like about ten hours worth of of attempts. Yeah, no, it has been quite a long time. Well, it's about two weeks. He's been doing it for. No, no, no. It's like no, no, three no, weeks. Yeah, it, the, mm. the, the, Sundays was the fifth one, the fifth the fifth night of it. Um. So yeah, about ten hours of attempts. Uh, I guess I or Sunday. So I said, you know, I, I put out like a positive um, tweet saying I'm going to do it tonight. Tonight's the night. Um, and then I was about an hour and a half or so into not doing it, and sixty plus people saying you're never going to do this. Well, there's a few people who said you can do it, you can do it, but most people said that you're not going to get it done tonight or maybe the next two or three streams. And I thought, fuck, what am I going to do? I always promised, okay, I wasn't going to stream. I wasn't, well, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to summon because I didn't really want to rob myself of the, uh, the feeling of actually beating these guys. Um, and it got to a point where I was like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake, maybe I'll try, maybe I'll try summoning because as much as I would be, I guess, willing to carry on smashing my head against uh, the wall or put my hand on a hot radiator, as Chris Bam was saying and others were saying in the chat, um, it, you know, some people are saying, look, just fucking summon. This is doing my, doing my nutting. Other people are saying, look, don't summon. Just ca- carry on. We'll, we'll, we'll keep watching you. It's fine. And I thought, well, maybe, maybe I won't ever be able to do this. And so I tried summoning. The first summon, actually, I, um, I, something went wrong and I, and basically I, it, it fucked up. So, uh, I think I 
might have summoned and tried to find Solaire and died on the way back. Anyway, I had, t- I had one twin humanities left, basically just enough humanity to uh, reverse hollow or whatever, and then and then uh, summon. And I did that. And Sorry, summon person- means, for those of you that haven't played the game, he invited uh, other player control. Yes, yeah, that's what he yeah. did. So uh, in previous in previous summons, which I've done for almost every boss apart from Capital Demon, um, and at first I felt bad, then I thought, fuck it, it's part of the game. In almost everyone, I summoned uh, mostly computer control characters. On one, I think I actually also summoned a player control character. Last night, everyone said, look, Solaire, the computer one, is rubbish. Uh, get a human one. The person I um, summoned in was basically a Dark Souls god. <laughs> he was doing like 800 he was basically doing like f- flips and then smashing enemies in one go like on the way from where i was at the bonfire to the boss there was there's like f- you know f- four or five regular enemies there's also this giant um d- giant a demon thing he smashed that in like two goes there's also these two huge guys downstairs in the big hall just next to the boss he did both of those as well uh, and then I thought, okay, well, well, why is killing them guys? I mean, basically killed everyone in, in, in the path on the way to the boss. Then I also summoned Slayer, the computer control character, because why the hell not at that point? And then, yeah. So, hang on. Went so you, to- had, you had two people helping you, like you had the computer and, some, and a player yeah, as well. Yeah, at that point I thought I might as well to go. Um, James, I mean, I James didn't you got to. two hits in. You got, <laughs> got two got hits in the whole time. <laughs> Oh, anyway, free. whatever. Regardless, I, I just stayed back, stayed alive. This guy smashed. This guy smashed him. And I, I, I felt like they sort of stepped back a bit. I, I had, I did the last shot, and basically it was <laughs> pathetic. And I basically, basically fucked it so bad. I, I basically not even sure I want to go back to it. I obviously will go back because I can't because people are going to want me to play it. But it was just, I've just fucked it basically. In front Can of I say all jokes people. aside, right, Matt? I felt absolutely awful for you when I watched that stream last night because um well you shouldn't it's my own fault no well it, it i've been there i got to the point with those bosses and just went oh, well i'm just gonna summon all right i've got more than three hits in but like i i i had to summon because there was no way i was gonna do it on my own i didn't want to spend the time and the effort trying to do it on my own right uh and it, i didn't have people watching me so I, did, I had the luxury of just doing that and not caring but when i saw Ornstein and Spoke die in your game and your face afterwards. It was just, it was horrific to see. You look so sad. Like there was no joy there at all. No, great, now at least I can move on to the next day. I mean, it was just. From the moment I summoned that guy, I was like, well, it's. I, I, a lot of people said, you know, basically, I thought, oh, it's, it's, what's the point anymore? A lot of people saying, even if you summon, it's not that easy. I think that, I think they probably meant if I just summoned Solaire, but, um, this guy was of God. He was doing like front flips, smashing enemies in one go, and he destroyed like both of those bosses in super quick time. It was ridiculous. Um, I, I must admit, though, as sad as I was for you, the jokes that were buzzing around on Twitter today were absolutely brilliant. I mean, I got the ball rolling with, you know, how much ketchup does Matt Murray want on his chips? Someone. <laughs> Who's Matt Murray's favourite football player of all time? Steve McManaman. <laughs> and some of the ones I was getting back, one of them, they didn't even bother turning it into a joke. <laughs> they just sent me a tweet that said, this was from Monster Hammer World. He said, Matt Murray does all his show- shopping at the co-op. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's Matt Murray's least favourite debit card? Solo. Uh, that's okay. It's, it's still good. It's still pretty good. Who's Matt Murray's favourite author? Summon Rushdie. 
honestly, I was at work seeing this stuff come off on my thing and I was fucking belly laughing. I just thought, and you didn't even reply all day. I had to send you an email halfway through the day going, hey man, like being normal Dave. Hey man, how are you doing today? It was like, yeah, just to is, make sure that you day. weren't. <laughs> it was a bad I mean, day. But yeah, it's just, it's just like public embarrassment in front of like 60 plus people. And it's just, you know, I said I wasn't going to summon and I wanted to do it and I was just, I know summoning is part of the game, and for the previous bosses, I was a bit annoyed, but I did it, and whatever. Whatever it takes to get through the game, it's fine. But these ones, I, I, I know it's like people saying it's a difficulty spike, but it's also a really key, important part of the game. It's a halfway yeah. point. These are massively, you know, these are massively important and famous like enemies, a big boss encounter. And I just haven't learned anything ever. I just, I've just no, don't worry about it. Summon. Honestly, don't worry about it. What's the point? The, the, the rest of the game feels like it's tainted gonna, now. Are you going to no. like, summon for the other bosses, Matt? Like you know, when you when it gets I mean, a bit I've difficult, I've summoned for almost every, everyone previously, James. So I don't know, probably. I've Man, summoned for everyone. Honestly, other than don't, don't worry about it. There's still plenty of challenge. You'll still I, really I enjoy it. It's Dragon, not actually, the end of the world. Or Butterfly. I lo- I loved it. I loved the game, and I summoned for them. It was just it got to the point where I was like, I'm not doing this no more. I'm not doing it. Did you summon John? Yeah, same as Matt. Bad Seller in there. All the boys. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, if I if I wasn't um, if, yeah, I, exactly. if I wasn't streaming this, um, I well, the thing is, what I didn't do, Matt, is I didn't give it the big bollocks beforehand, yeah. saying that I'd never do it. Yeah, you shot yourself in the foot with including that, including giving it the, wasn't big the big bollocks to nice people. No, 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 no. You gave him the big bollocks to me. You're like, nah, I can do this. I'll do it. I'm Matt Murray. I don't give up on stuff. So you were giving all the big bollocks. So yeah, I don't have a huge amount of sympathy for you. It's you know, true. We, I, we see, I remember you. when you first started trying that boss, Matt, and you went in there with a whole swagger of like, this is going to be. Everyone's found this hard. This is going to be easy. Oh, hard, hardly <laughs> you had the whole swagger going down and so yeah yeah um yeah it's, it's i mean i guess if i could do it again i'd probably maybe like just leave the area entirely do some other areas get level up and then go back but it, even that felt like quitting so i was either gonna quit it at basically summon which in my mind was quitting or leave the area which also felt like quitting and i took these we do know so. what this means though don't we that James is no, the no. best gamer on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Matt, well, how, how does mean, that feel, Matt? Knowing that I'm the person who couldn't get through a door in heavy rain, but, you know, I could do this. I mean, you say that, right? Because mm. I was thinking about this today, and I thought, yeah, fucking hell, James managed to do it, but I think it's more likely that he didn't do it solo than he did. I did do it solo. Right, well, here's the thing. Here's my logic here. You... I have no proof that you did it solo, have you? I haven't, no. But I would swear on anything right? that I did, because I really did. And But we have got proof that you lied to me constantly during your playthrough. I didn't lie to you constantly during the playthrough, but I definitely... Well, you did, I because absolutely... you admitted to it. Eh? You admitted yeah, to yeah, lying. but I didn't lie to you constantly, but on this, honestly, I... So, 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 well, so we okay, do have proof that say... you lied to me constantly through the playthrough? No, not constantly. I lied to you about that guy thing at that point, but... I did do this solo, and I would swear on anything that I did. Right, okay, but you would have sworn on every anything that you did until I caught you out. Well, no, about, I didn't. About not checking a guide. Well, I didn't, did I? Because when you asked me to do that, I, that's when I had to come clean. Yeah, you came clean about the two or three times you checked a guide. Yeah. Like, I was only, I was only front you well, up look, about Dave, one. Dave, you can, you can say whatever you want, but I know I, I definitely did it. So Okay, that's fine. But what I'm saying is that if we were in court... And we'd say, well, have you got proof that he lied about his playthrough? Yes, we have. Uh, have we got proof that he's done Ornstein and Smo on his own? No, we haven't, actually. 
Right, okay, so technically... Whatever you think, Dave. Whatever you think. The lie swingometer is swinging over to lie. Whatever you think, I don't care, because I I know I did it. What is this? Whatever. Okay, I'm just saying, I'm just pointing that out. may not be true, is what I'm saying, John. Don't Don't take him for his word, because he's a known liar. I know he's a known liar, I know he's a known liar, I know he's a known liar, but um, I still, I've got to be honest, you know, I I reckon I I can pick the truth from the lies. I was telling you, Dave, wasn't I, when Dark Calls was a thing, when that was going... That, that James is lying right now. Didn't I text you about that? And this is before I'd ever yeah, really yeah, spoken yeah. to James. I, I picked it, and I, I reckon running around with a bow and arrow, whatever the fuck you did to beat him, I reckon it's real, mate. I, I, I believe you. <laughs> running around with a bow and arrow. Isn't that how you beat him? It was, yeah. From what whatever, I remember, he still did it. Yeah, mm. and you did Celeste. Did so respect. Did he? All did. right. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do fucking Cuphead though and I'm going to get it done so don't you worry about that and then I'm reclaiming the title of the best actually I'm the only one who's finished Bloodborne so I'm the best <laughs> yeah you are um, thanks <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay John what, speaking of uh, being the best yeah it's not, not a real segue what um, games have you oh, got, have you got I mean, I've still got to do this? my section after I spent all my energy yelling about Sea of Thieves for 45 straight minutes right Sorry, uh, no, I mean it was Sea of Thieves a way out and then I just wanted to give a shout out to the Transformers light gun game that me and Elliot finished in the Bournemouth Arcade on Sunday have you Transformers light gun yeah, game yeah there's, like- there's a Sega Transformers light gun game it's one of those ones you sit in like you know that game Let's Go Jungle where you both have like a mini gun on two handles yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's like that it's the same sort of cabinet you sit in and, and move the things it's really good we, we, we play it every time we go down there but something is it like new or something it, it doesn't feel that old it, like, it looks like a decent Xbox 360 game so it's probably still pretty fucking old but it looks a lot better yeah. than most arcade games do that you find these days and um, it's just really, it's a really good Sega light gun game. And we normally play it every time we go down. You can, it's the arcade down the ball is good because you can get these cards where you pay a fiver and then you can play unlimited for an hour. So you get one each of the boys and then they got Mario Kart there. So you do, you know, do all that. And that's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so really good. good. It's really good. And um, so, yeah, like I say, we normally play with Elliot and we'll, we'll last a little bit because you can keep putting the credits on. But something happened where he just like his level even during the play session, just got so much better because eventually you can't keep using the cards on the same machine anymore. So you have to, even though you've got unlimited play, you have to go and do something else. But um, yeah, yeah we, we we just smashed through this whole game. It took us about 25 minutes and it's just really good. I just wanted to give a shout out. If you do see that Transformers, it's like the the graphics look like the, the Transformers movies. But if you do see that anywhere and you got, you know, I wouldn't necessarily pump money into it but if you can do one of these cards or whatever or you are in Bournemouth definitely um, definitely smash it up because I've never well, finished mate, an arcade game what made it good before. over just a normal normal uh, light gun game well you know how Sega light gun games are. I mean they're always really good can you name a bad one I don't think I can but um, like just the, the, it's just really those those things are really nice they're big rumbling chunky um, guns and it's just all action all the time so it's just like it's just one like like the best Sega light gun games is just absolutely relentless action crazy shit happening on screen fucking Decepticons all over the place I'm not a big Transformers guy but um, just 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 really fun and it, it just ramps up and up and up and up and up and I've never finished an arcade game before I mean I like who's you don't really finish arcade games that's never happened 35 years old and I was sat there there's a credits rolling in an arcade game and I was like fuck I never thought that that would be a thing that I saw so it was just a cool moment so I just wanted to, to give it a shout on the podcast and yeah if you get a chance to, to play it do it's good that is that is funny about the um what is it the Mario Kart uh, arcade machine 
It's like you put, you put your money in and it's like you win a race. Yeah. And it just goes, okay, go. Yeah, that's the end. It's a piss take. <laughs> One race. Yeah, it's good with the cards because then you can just do it again. But yeah, yeah, that is a piss take, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a piss take. I remember like we're playing Sega Rally. It was like, okay, you did so well in this race. You get to try the next track or whatever. And then nowadays it's just like, you've had yeah. your one race. Now fuck, fuck off. off. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the credits. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Should we do emails? Yeah, man. Uh, if you want to email us, it's the computer game show at gmail.com. Um, right, let's get this thing going. We've got Sean Thomas up first. Hi, chaps. I grew up in an era when arcades, talking of arcades again, how about that, ruled the world, and the site of Sega's latest racer coming to home consoles shifted millions of units. I adored mainstream games like Daytona, Sega Rally, Virtual Racing, Ridge Racer, Wipeout 2097, and F-Zero GX. Games with over-the-top steering where you felt like you were always about to lose control of your vehicle. Do you think those days are over and the indies such as Racing Apex, Fast Racing Neo, and Red Out represent the best way of reliving that era? Or do you think EA are testing the waters for a revival with the hugely successful Burnout Remaster? Incidentally, the Switch seems made for this type of game. Well done on the latest listening figures, richly deserved. That's from Sean. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's definitely not, you know, the arcade racer is definitely not where it was, and we've spoken about that plenty. And I hope that EA is testing the water for more Burnout, of course, because it's one of the all-time great series. But I, I don't think it's gone... Completely, like you say, there are those uh, th- those games that you mentioned, the Red Outs and the um, you know the F Zero Nightwing or whatever the thing you made up was. But <laughs> there's uh, there's also like Onrush coming in June from um, the, you know the people that used to be Evolution, the people buying MotorStorm uh, at Cody. So the, the, the Need for Speed. There's also t- that nineties arcade yeah, yeah, yeah. racer. Was that what it's called? Yeah, there's that what one. happened to that? Yeah. The one that was a Kickstarter and then was coming it came on out. I think. Did it? I think it came out. I could be wrong. I think it's out on PC. Yeah, I've got a feeling it is. I, I mean, there's the, obviously the glaring game when we talk about these sort of games is is Trackmania. That's what we loved about it. It felt yeah, like definitely. those old, um, those old Sega racers, and it it felt absolutely incredible to play. Um, but Matt, this is your—I mean, this is your bread and butter. Yeah, you love I, this I mean, stuff, I'd absolutely it? love it. I mean, obviously, there's a recent Daytona, a new game in the arcades. So I love that coming to a console, um, and they will definitely bring a Ridge Racer back. It's, yeah, obviously, it's too big a, too big a license for for them not to bring back. But I, I would—I mean, I would love any any of those old school sort of you know Sega games like Max DT and Scud Race, any of that stuff. I, I'd absolutely love it. But um, oh, Max DT. Actually, was a good. That was the, that um, was the good shit. Wasn't, wasn't there? Yeah. A, there was a new release of Wipeout not so long ago, wasn't there? Was that a collection for like PS4? Uh, yeah. Wasn't it the P- PS Vita game that they yeah, just it was, like, it was, it was like a remaster them with some Vita tracks and Vita stuff, and then some like, older tracks redone? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I've I never been never into, really Wipeout. into Wipeout, but yeah, I'd, I'd love any any old any the Sega style rally racer or you know any of the Sega racers would be amazing. Yeah. Did you ever play the Sega Rally game on Xbox 360? Uh, the one that's just called Sega Rally. Well, didn't they have two? They bought out like a just completely new yeah, one. Yeah, didn't like, they bring there was the original like Sega out Rally 2012 well. or something, which 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 wasn't good. Um, no, it weren't good. New. It's a shame. <clears throat> but, but that's I, a shame. I, but if they if they a remastered Sega Rally, oh my god, I'll be there. I'll pay a ridiculous amount of money for that. <laughs> Sound like you? Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Right, next one. Um, Dear Wonder Pets, I'd rather be caught 
wanking than listening to my favourite game soundtracks such as Mass Effect 1, Demon Souls, Scott Pilgrim vs. World and Mirror's Edge. What is your favourite game soundtrack and can you play it when there are norms in the room unquestioned? Much love. Uh, and that's from at Mikey Disco. Uh, my favourite oh, game soundtrack. I don't know. Like, I love score. I love a few scores like the Mass Effect and stuff like that. Nothing that I'd necessarily listen to. I listen to, um, listen to the Destiny 2, uh, score quite a bit. Um, I don't really give a shit if anybody hears me. Um, but I'd say my favourite soundtrack's probably Jet Set Radio Future. Probably. Apart from, yeah, like, the Tony Hawks and stuff with licensed music, GTAs and things. I got Is that the one with birthday cake in it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I mean, yeah, I'd rather be caught listening to, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. to the music, the wanking, definitely. But um, yeah, no, it's it's weird. I don't listen to a lot of uh, stuff, but I have got a playlist in my car, and I can't find the track now to remove it because it's basically I put just a bunch of tracks on there for when James and I went up to Leeds once, and it's now become my sort of dump bin. If there's a song that I go, oh yeah, this is one that I always like to hear, so I, ju- I just whack it in there. And there's about uh, you know 150 tracks on there now, and at one point I thought it'd be funny to put Linda Linda from Uendan on there, um, so that when I was driving back with James, all of a sudden that song would come on. But now I can't find it in the massive playlist to remove it, and I've had it on in the car sometimes, like with with people from work or you know. Um, you know, Joe's mum in it or whatever, <laughs> and Linda Linda comes up and trying to explain that to people is kind of like I get really embarrassed about that. Uh, it's just some weird Japanese rock song. But I don't know, James. I've got a whole bunch of stuff that I listen to. Like, well, see, there's quite a lot of stuff. I mean, I obviously the Shemu soundtrack I've listened to many, many, many times because I, oh, I often have that on when I'm working because I just like I just like it. Persona's got a fantastic soundtrack like i mean john you've heard some of that you signed, yeah is it? yeah it's there's a Very lot of good. good stuff on there and um yeah i mean also i mean I, I like some of the old stuff like the like streets of rage soundtracks they're all amazing they're, they're still brilliant oh they just irritate me like that's too old now no for me. way you know what i mean like streets of rage soundtrack especially streets of rage 2 is like is amazing it's got a fantastic soundtrack I mean, I've got. I mean, I've got a whole playlist on here, which is just all stuff from the 16-bit era. Which there is like a bunch of stuff that is good. Like, there's a lot of really good stuff. See, in there. 16-bit era. I like. I appreciate it. I appreciate that music. I appreciate y'all, but I I couldn't just sit and listen to it on headphones. Um, oh, wait, there's like, but sometimes I, I don't di- know. There's like Revenge of Shinobi. That's got. That's amazing. There's just talking about our work though. I I've definitely had the Hotline Miami theme tune, uh, like the, the soundtrack from Hotline mm. Miami playing mm. uh, a couple of times, um, and I don't know how dangerous that is because I think back to that ultra violence, and I'm sitting in an office just thinking I could just chuck a chair at that person now, like over there, and it would just feel right. <laughs> it would just feel just correct in my head. Try out, see what happens. All right, see me a front page of Daily Mail on Wednesday. Um, Matt, uh, looking back at my not my Spotify playlist, I I do remember listening to Ma- the Max Payne three one a lot. Um, oh God, that track Rains or something it's called. Oh yeah, that was by Health, wasn't it? That was fucking yeah, good. yeah. The, the, the whole album was so by good. Health. Actually, I remember I've like got to listen to that tonight. Actually, before Halo four, I I had it on, but I, I don't, I'm not sure if that was like really guitar solo heavy or not. But I remember listening to that a couple of times. And but the but I might listen to them like once or twice. I don't really listen to game soundtracks, film soundtracks. I love listen to them all the time. The one yeah, I, I listened to I quite a lot either. was quite. I, put, I remember putting the Christmas Night CD on about a billion times when I was younger. So in terms of most played, almost certainly Christmas Nights. Man, that was so good. That just getting that what was it on a no? You had to 
pre-order something, was it? How did you get it? Well, it, it came on the front of a Sega Saturn magazine. Well, it was Sega Saturn magazine, yeah. And, uh, it, and then, you could yeah, also be... Uh, yeah, obviously, the game Sonic. was amazing, but then just playing World Tracks on CD, just putting the game CD in your, in your CD player at the time. Oh, so good. The karaoke tracks on that, though, were fucking awful. I don't remember. They were real sort just... of cheesy. Or, yeah. All right. Okay, cool. Next. All right, moving on. We've got... Uh, hi, guys. Uh, over the weekend, I watched the latest Tomb Raider film. It wasn't bad, not great, but also not bad. It's just another video game adaptation that fails to set the movie world alight. Are there any film adaptations or films based on games that you enjoy? What are your favourites? Mortal Kombat. All day. <laughs> I... Uh, no, I don't think I've ever seen a computer game. No, I've never got into to that. There's not been one that sticks out in my head. What was so good about Mortal Kombat? It's just sh- it's just a shit tournament martial arts film with all the characters from Mortal Kombat. It's just good. So that's why, yeah, like, the Street Fighter movie is kind of amazing as well because it's it's just it's a it's really bad, but it's really interesting, especially the story behind it as well, like how it all got made and yeah, you know, that was all a bit of a disaster as well. It's um yeah, it's, it's why what was the disaster about it? There's a lot of stuff. I mean, John Claude Van Damme like had a lot of problems like while that was going on. There was also problems with financing. There was people like there was this whole thing where the person that was doing like supposed to be doing the stunts like wasn't doing it and they got somebody else to like pretend to do it and it's just it's all just a disaster. If seriously there's a couple of like really good YouTube documentaries like on there about it. It's it's really interesting and quite funny and sad. He loves foul projects, does our James? I do. Loves it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Matt? Um, I can't think of a good video game one, but I do remember watching um oh, it's basically it's like something odd hang on. Hang on. It, it, it's that film was basically rebranded as like Live Die Repeat. Um Edge oh, of yeah, Tomorrow, yeah. that's the one, the Tom Cruise. Yeah. And that basically is a video game movie. Um and it would make a good game actually. Uh but I have, I can't think of any like game specific uh, films that I've seen. Oh fuck! Of course. Um, I watched uh, the uh, film of um, Goldeneye the other day. It was surprisingly good. <laughs> it's alright, yeah, Dave. Yeah. Next. Alright. Uh, sorry, I didn't realise you were making a bad joke then. Uh, hello, chaps. I was interested to hear your review on Kirby Star Allies last week, ultimately boiling down to it being good for kids, but maybe not for us. Now, as we all know, children are basically just drunk adults, so is this game worth a purchase to complete in a couple of booze fill sessions as four-player couch cop? No. No, it'll be uh, it'll break your eyes. It'll break your eyes. Get yeah. towerful instead. Yeah. As a follow-on question, <laughs> do you think the Switch is living up to its promise of starting a couch multiplayer renaissance? What games do you recommend as the best in this category? Um, to be honest, I think the Wii U pisses on it as a couch multiplayer machine uh switch really why because you can use the wii remotes so uh, any point we had for controllers for the wii u and there's a bunch of games the four player co-op was built into loads of games on the wii u like from mario to they're both the marios and then yeah like mario party and yeah just we had loads of four player games for that machine um see because i found i found the opposite because when like obviously they only really play couch stuff with my family you know and um the like whenever we went now and around there like you do you wouldn't take your wii u around there and i know what you're saying i'm not Where discrediting you going anywhere just, else no I'm just, telling, I'm just telling you my situation like when i go around my parents there's always two switches there because my my cousin's got one and uh, not my cousin my nephew's got one and, and harry's got one or whatever so that's four pads straight away and there's always a game of Mario Kart on the go, or you know they were they were playing Snipper Clips the other day, and and we, I'm not always involved. You, so your counter argument is the Switch is better because you need two of them. 
No, 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 I'm not arguing with you. What, what I'm saying is that I'm, I'm experiencing couch multiplayer gaming a hell of a lot more now that the Switch is here than I did the Wii U. Yeah, but I'm kind that, of finding the opposite. Isn't that just because you got that set up? Yeah, which which suits you. Well, yeah, you, but, but the, 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 that's just my experience. That's what I'm saying. It's just my experience. I'm finding that there's a lot more couch multiplayer games going on around me than uh, than there has been for a long time. A long time. Um, but yeah, it's mainly involving the kids rather than just the mates getting together and playing a game. I guess. Like when we when we all get together, we're never playing a game on the Switch, are we? No, no, no. It's mine, always mine with, you know, is with family and kids as well on the on the Wii U. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think yeah, we're past that now. Like we're at the age where we can't just have our mates over to play all on the no, sofa. No. And, all right, know, sad. Uh, this next question is from James McCall. Uh, hi guys, I count myself quite lucky that my wife Paula, Paula getting a shout out, doesn't really remind, doesn't really mind me being into video games. And most times I play, she settles down to read a book which she enjoys. It's just such a weird sentence. The one thing that she does get bored <laughs> with is me talking about games, especially ones that are not out yet. She gets bored of that. My question is. What if anything about your hobby of playing and being into games do your wife slash partners get annoyed about? Um, well, I've said this before, but my wife met me. Well, I was working on video games magazine. She worked on photography magazine. So she produced, I mean, she knew the fucking reality of the situation. So I don't think you have to ask her really, but I don't think too much. Maybe. Nah, I don't well, think Well, we're not allowed much. to ask her, are you? You put the, you put your foot down about that What's a couple of weeks what? ago. Sending her a questionnaire and asking her about that stuff. You just went, no, it's not happening. So we couldn't do it. And no one wanted to, you know, full same the point. Um, with Joe, it's, she's the same. She's quite happy to read a book while I play games, which is pretty cool. But, um, she's got zero interest in them, like zero interest. She's been forced to play Nintendo Switch a couple of times. But other than that, she, she can't stand games. It's for me, it's for our relationship is the money. Like if I want to go out and get a console or whatever, it's this huge, like, why would you do that when we could spend that on going away for the weekend? Why would you spend it on going away for the weekend when I can have 4K gaming, Joel? Why? Um, they're the arguments we have, mainly. How about, how about you, James? What, My, what situation are you in? See, Chen's fine with it, but she's just sarcastic and just takes the piss all the time about it, really. I mean, like, after we finish recording this... What's the, word, what's the most cutting thing she's said to you? Well, no, because like after we finish this, I'll go upstairs and then she'll just be like, Oh, did you have fun? Did you? Was it? Was it good? Like that, and she'll just say things like that. And I don't know she's she just I don't know she doesn't she doesn't care at all about the whole thing and just thinks it's a big joke, which is fine. You know, that's that's basically it. Well, she'll we'll be laughing when you're bringing in the PayPal money, mate, eh? And all that comes out. She was genuinely surprised eh? when things like that happens because she just doesn't get it <laughs> at all. At least now you can keep it. She's like, oh, it's just my silly computer game money. So yeah. whatever. Yeah, no, that's not how it works, though. Joe just goes, well, are you putting that in the bank account? I'm going to spend it on toys. Uh, so not, uh, for Harry, um, go on, Jake, look, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I, point. I just uh, I just don't bother. There's no point even, because she's not interested. So. <laughs> she, tried, she tried PSVR, though, right? <laughs> she she tried that a bit, yeah. And and she, she I think we mentioned this ages ago, but yeah, she, she liked to connect with playing like Dance Central and stuff, but that was back in the... <laughs> What's that, James? <laughs> James? James having a great time. Sorry, it's just like you just said. Go on, continue. Sorry, sorry. I just got caught him right off guard. Yeah. Uh, okay, should we do the next one? <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, can't fly, you little a, girl. A bit, yeah, that was. Um, 
Hi all, I was watching the compilation of YouTubers' reactions to the Nintendo Direct stream, specifically the big reveal of the Smash Bros. logo at the end. It's really enjoyable to see them lose their shit at the prospect of this game being released. Admittedly, they were probably hamming it up a little for YouTube. And how this encapsulates the joy and excitement of a game many of them would have grown up with. My question is, what game announcement would get the biggest uncontrollable reaction out of you, especially if it was done in a similar way to the Smash Bros. announcement, i.e. completely out of the blue and revealed just by showing the logo? I think the only game that may get that big a reaction out of me would be Half-Life Three, so uh, Dave, ah, uh, it's a toss-up between a new F Zero game and a new Left for Dead game. Fair enough. Yeah, although Good would answers. it would Good Left for Dead? Would Left for Dead? I don't know, yeah, I loved that. I loved it. I loved Left for Dead. Um, and I know there's games that have come out that have been apparently similar, but it was the whole setting. It was the whole. You know, you're in a movie, it's a the zombie thing, yeah, the, but, the but, whole but would style. would you lose your shit at it? Would you be jumping up and down and going, oh my god? Um, I guess probably then F-Zero, because that's the one that I really, really want. I, I was never into Wipeout, but the F-Zero games for some reason just totally clicked with me. I love them. Um, and to, to get a new one of those would be, yeah, it's it's got to be top near the top of my list. I can't think of anything else, though. I mean, surely Half-Life 3. Half-Life 3 is my answer. That, that, like- no, see, because Half-Life 3, I was never a massive... Like, I loved Half-Life 1. Half-Life 2, I, you know, kind of passed me by a bit. Um, but, yeah, no, Half-Life 3, I wouldn't lose my shit. Yeah, either. Half-Life 3 is the only one I would actually be like, oh, my God, like, oh, yeah, um, head in my hands, drop on down. I mean, I, I love the new Sega Rally. I love any of the old sort of, like, you know, any of the big games I played when I was younger, maybe like a new a sequel to any, any of those type of games, but um, Half Life Three would be the only one I'd be like, holy, holy crap! And, you know, that that would be mind blowing. John, what what's it for you? Res Two PlayStation VR, make it happen. Yeah, that'd be pretty well, good. I mean, yeah, that's, that's coming, isn't it? Yes, I hope so. Is it? Well, it's got to be. I mean, yeah, I, uh, it's, I'll think jump about, up and down with my head in my hands. AOX. Mm, we'll see. If that wasn't a test, James. I don't know. I mean, nothing. See, the trouble is, right? Oh is God! The... Oh, no, 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 Jesus! No, 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 We're having a nice little fantasy games. Oh, what games do you like? Oh, I don't know. No, no, because it's no. There's stuff that obviously I'd be pleased if there's like new. I'd, I'd be pleased if there was a new Half Life Three. Nothing, Please. nothing is going to make Please. me like jump off my seat and start like going woo and stuff like that because of it. I'm just. I don't know. Why? Is that because you've been scarred for life by what they did to you um, the, with the Ref Zero thing? I think so, yeah. Like, the, the you know, <laughs> it's like, you know. He was like this before, John. He's always been like this. It's the, just, you know, no. I, don't, I don't get the pure joy kind of aspect of it. I mean, it's, it's nice. Why? What, of yeah. life? Well, yeah. It's, you know, I'm just not that bothered, you know. It's, it's fine. But don't you just like, like, you love games. Yeah. You love gaming, right? I mean, I was really, I was really happy that they announced Shenmue 3. That, that made me really happy. But what are you laughing at, John? <laughs> Look at how James just sounded like fucking Buster Rhymes for a second there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like the uh, the joy that I had the first time, like w- when we knew a new Mario game was coming, like a 3D Mario game, I was really excited. But then when we watched that E3 uh, thing in Bogner, Matt, or not Bogner, Skegness, um, when we watched the E3. Dem- demonstration they explain what the cat did i was beyond excited i was so excited for that game it was unbelievable um so yeah i suppose it's happened quite recently 
I just, I was saying to um, someone at work though the other day, he's, I, we've, I finally got another gamer at work and it's, it's brilliant. I can actually talk about computer games without like boring people to death. Um, the, uh, the problem with the Switch at the moment, the only thing that worries me is that the three big hitters are out for it. You know, you've got a Mario Kart game, you've got a Mario 3D, like a, a Mario game, and you've got a Zelda game. It's like nothing else that they can announce for that that isn't those three. Is yeah, I mean, and then this year, there. well, if we're next year, but they've also already announced a Metroid game. So yeah, but I've never, sort of... like, I've never felt for that series as much as um, no, but as I mean, those in terms of like the big, the big uh, franchises, you know, out on the console. See, I that's mean, the I thing. My, yeah. The announcement of like new releases in like a franchise doesn't really make me that excited because I just think, I mean, definitely. I it's, no, no, why it's are like, you doing this hobby? No, because why it's, are you doing this pastime? Yeah, no, because no, no, no. Just listen. Just can you just listen, right? Because it, what it is, right, is I know that this game is going to be good. Like inevitably, like they're going to announce like a new Animal Crossing at some point. I'm going to be really pleased there's a new one coming out. I know it's going to be good, but it's not enough to like make me just like get like, what gar- happened, like you know so like really excited about it. What happened with uh, Shenmue Three? See that that made me. I was. Pretty excited by hearing about that. Yeah, but there was because caveats that, around because that, that. Because that, that came out of nowhere, cool, yeah. like that that was actually going to happen. But the stuff where it's like, there's a new Smash Brothers coming. Of course, there's a new Smash Brothers coming. It's like I don't get like the whole getting really, really excited about that. I mean, obviously, it's really great that it is, but it's not a surprise that that's going to happen. Do you see no, what I'm saying? I know, but like there is there is that that side of you that when I think, it's a game series yeah. that you really love, you're like, yes, I get to. Like there's more of it, brilliant. Yeah, well, yeah, sure, but it's like, yeah, it's great. I'm really pleased. You know, there's there's some new stuff the coming out. Sort of thing is more the way it's announced. The fact that it's like, oh, what's his game? What's his game? And he saw the four and the reflection in the eyes. Like, oh my god, you know. It's nah, like- see, because they fucked it a bit. They shouldn't have done that. And one more thing, they should have like tagged it onto the end of the Splatoon two stuff. Uh, and then, like, you did just thought, oh, this is just more Splatoon stuff, and then it would have come out of nowhere. But they didn't. They stopped and went. And there's one more thing to announce. And then it started with Splatoon, and we were like, sorry, I'm just rambling now. Go on, should we do the next one? Right, uh, that was it for emails. So uh, now it is tweets time. Jesus. Yes. Right, Nathan, uh, did you cover any weird hardware when you were younger? When I was a oh, kid, yes. I wanted one of those Net Euros PlayStations. It's basically a black debug unit with a fancy USB cable at twice the price of a normal one. I had no idea what I had done with it, but it looked awesome. Yeah, I was uh, exactly the same. I, I, I definitely wanted one of those Net Eurosy things. Um, I knew you could like program games on it, and it was like really expensive, and I desperately, desperately wanted one. Um, yeah, didn't get one. There's yeah, loads of stuff. You just cover everything. I, there's, Go on. I mean, I wanted a 32x. I mean, I knew it was terrible, but I was still. I've always had this obsession with that with that console. I mean, sometimes on eBay, I like look at them. And I'm like, eh, I could probably get one of those now, but I won't. But there's there's loads of like failed hardware that I've been that I've always wanted just because I'm just curious about it. Like I've said about like the, the you know the Jaguar 3DO, all that stuff, particularly from that generation, I find fascinating because it's like, you know, they, they launch this with all this like big thing of like, this is going to be like a major player and then they fail really badly. And I just find it really interesting. I just like to have a look at the hardware. Yeah, no, I, I'm the same with the 32X that I was like, well, this is going to be much better, isn't it? Um, and I really wanted one as well. Glad I didn't get one. I also forever wanted an expansion pack for my N64. Did you not like, have one? I, I, no, I never got one. Never had one. But um, I, I always really, really wanted one. Mm. Uh, I just never ended up 
with one in my N64. Gutted. Gutted. I got John. one of those with, what's it called, with Donkey Kong 64. Donkey Kong, which yeah. Which is one yeah, of the worst purchases ever. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was um, uh, that was when I had my first job, and it's like I bought it and then regretted it, because that's, that's not a very good game. Not Another really, one yeah. I really wanted was, I want one of those like Panasonic Q game yeah. cubes. Oh mm-hmm. God, we, we they had one in a local shop of mine. It just up on a shelf. I remember looking, it's just like staring at it, going, "Holy fuck, that looks so good!" Uh, yeah, yeah, I wanted it's like just a DVD um, player. Well, I was a kid, I, I didn't get anything, any game system or anything until I was eight. So I, I mean, my my early years had been a little kiddie was just like coveting everything, Commodore sixty four, uh, Spectrum, anything. So um, yeah, that that those those feelings were really strong, but. Ever since PS One, I've pretty much got everything, and I don't mean you know I just have ended up buying or, or or getting hold of everything. So nothing recently, but yeah, probably just yeah stuff when I was a little kid, man. Like I always wanted an Atari Jaguar as well for some fucking yeah. reason, but yeah, I'm glad that didn't happen. That that console fascinates me, and it's it, yeah, James is obsessed with the Jaguar. It, it's one of those things where also I have that big regret because I remember when Game was selling them off for like ten quid ago. And it's like they had that and a couple of games, and I just I don't know why I didn't buy it. I really regret that because I know it was terrible, but I'm just I'm just fascinated by it. There was that and the Lynx as well because I've I've got one of those somewhere lying around because I've got it in a yeah, car hoop. Yeah, I wanted but, a Lynx. Know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I wanted right. a Lynx. The advert when all the kids were playing them in the toilet of the school. Don't know. why do yeah. I remember that? I don't remember anything. I don't remember what happened yesterday. Anyway, um, Sam Quirk uh, asked. Uh, Says also because he, uh, he asked another question that we, we already talked about about Sea of Thieves. Davey's a big fan of the game Threes, so I'm wondering if he has played the game Atomas. Similar concept with a few twists and just as addictive. Give it a try if you haven't already. That's not, yeah. I have not. I might try it. There you it's going to take a look. To, I mean, I've got Freeze and, and uh, Darts of Fury in my life at the moment, yeah. so I don't know if I've got time for anything else, but. Yep, okay. All right. All right. Piston Noted. Twister. Dave mentioned in a previous poll that there wouldn't be an official return to jingles and named segments like Farley's Game Game Club, apart from the obvious time and effort issues. Is there another reason for this stance? I always thought these quirky additions were great and did serve to break up the endless Nintendo gushing before going to emails, and then he puts brackets, suck my tits. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, there is, but it makes me sound absolutely crazy when I talk about this stuff. John knows. When I talk about radio stuff and how, like... Do I do it? Yeah, people want to okay. know. And um, I've forgotten. I, there's just... When I like start thinking of a concept for a show or something that I want to do, there's a specific sound that I want to try and create, and um, and you know, it's partly to move up, like to say, look, this isn't Joypod, this is different from Joypod. Um, so that was one thing, but there's also like a sound, a sort of, I don't know, it's it's hard to explain. There's a way that I wanted this show to sound, and uh, adding jingles was not what I wanted to do with this like the, the to be fair the only time that i've actually achieved something that i wanted to like like i had a specific sound in my head for dark calls and i thought we banged like we we smashed that completely it's exactly how i wanted it to sound whereas like this it, it's been there sometimes but then not i don't know it's hard to explain but i kind of just wanted to move away from like catchy jingles and not only that because the adam buxton podcast has like exploded since doing it it sounds like we're just ripping ripping them off uh, and I don't want to do that. I'm going to do it. All right. Sorry. Luke, Luke Summerhays says, following up from the actually pretty interesting dad chat last week, what were your own parents like about games when you were kids? And how well do you think it worked? My mum and dad tried to limit my playtime, but I think it just made me more of a Nintendo obsessed dork. Yeah, same. Same as that. Um, I was only allowed to play half an hour a day. 
and it just made Half me nuts. Half an hour about, a day. Yeah, it just made me nuts about um about games. When I was older, like this is more when I was like nine. Yeah, 10. yeah. But yeah, when I was a teenager, it was different. But um, yeah, no, my brother didn't have those restrictions because you know, like second key comes along and he just stop giving a shit. I know that feeling. But um, yeah, that it'd be, it didn't have any anything until I was eight, and then obviously wasn't allowed to to use them that much. So I think that just drove me insane and and made me an obsessive. Yeah, um, Matt, um, it's so long ago. I don't, I don't remember my, my my parents sort of restricting myself to specific hours or whatnot. I mean, were they not concerned about it? Would they ever talk to you about it? Uh, no, no. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't, I, I played out, you know, like football and cricket and all sorts of stuff, like in evening. So it wasn't like I was on it for hours and hours and hours. But I did, you know, play a lot of games on weekends cricket. around mates' houses. But it wasn't something my parents really were bothered about. I was. I was, I was interested did you, in those did, did you did they put restrictions on like age rated games um no <laughs> i mean back in I, it feels so long ago that i don't i wasn't really playing like 18 plus games anyway you know no, yeah, I, so guess, I didn't but, want to play that stuff i wanted to play that yeah i mean like story back in, it was like when i was at home it was like well i had like the saturn was probably the last console i had when i was actually at home last so it's not wasn't mm. really an issue maybe playstation 2 but yeah it wasn't an issue James? Yeah, I didn't... I mean, my parents didn't... They weren't keen like, on the whole thing, and they like, they wouldn't buy me anything. I mean, the first the first console I got, I told you I won it in a competition, and that was how I got it into the house. And What was but, it again? What was the competition? It was Rice Krispies, and it was just one of those eat tons of Rice Krispies and finish a tiebreaker, which I've forgotten. And, what? Uh, yeah. Sorry, eat what? tons of... <laughs> Eat tons of Rice Krispies. You know, and- those like, you know, you have to collect the tokens and then once you collect all the tokens, you've got to like, you know, say, you know, I like eating Rice Krispies because like whatever. And What uh, did you put? I don't remember, Dave. I was like six oh, God, or seven at that, that time. I'd love to know what you put. Yeah. <laughs> I was about, no, I was about, I like eating I Rice about Krispies because. I was about seven or eight, I think, when I got that. And that's when I got the Master System. And yeah, that was. Hey, the- Brian, we've got one entry here. I like eating Rice Krispies because in China in 1342, <laughs> there was... <laughs> yeah, but I like um, eating Rice Krispies because uh, I'm I not, not into games. And I just, what, what's the point? <laughs> the, uh, what's the fucking point? Here's the mass system. Congrats. See, for, for my parents, it was never like... They just weren't that... They just didn't care. Like at all, like they weren't really interested in the whole thing. Like they were never really bothered about what I was playing on them. I mean, because when I was growing up, there wasn't like anything anyway. Like... Mortal Kombat was like the first thing that was like you know supposedly yeah, like same dangerous area, and everything, yeah. and so you were already about twenty three when that came out as well, weren't you? I was so not, they wouldn't have cared about you. But, uh, yeah, they, they weren't that bothered, so it's fine. But yeah, they were totally I, disinterested and just thought it was a waste of time, and that was it, really. I didn't really appreciate it up until recently, but my my dad was into gaming, like not not in a, a big way, but like if he wouldn't be able to just like sit and watch someone playing a game, he'd have to pick up a pad and try it out. Um, and so he introduced gaming into the house and yeah, there was no restrictions. I could just sit and play games all day and they, they wouldn't care. Um, and it's same with like 18 rated games or whatever, because, you know, I'm a bit of a prick or whatever. So anything that shut me up was, was fine by them. Um, so yeah, I just used to play games all, all the time. Uh, the only time, and I've told this story before, that it just went completely against that was when my mum, ass- <laughs> I got the flu and my mum assumed it was from playing computer games. So she, t- so she took my N64 away for a month. But uh, still not over that. But <laughs> and there's no logic there whatsoever. But yeah, that that was the only time where they stepped in 
Uh, the rest of the time, it was just, yeah, just gaming non-stop, innit? Innit? Usually with me old man. Usually right. with him. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Lee Hennigan, I'd like, we talked about this already, but we might as well get to it. Uh, I'd like to know who has the correct pronunciation of Yakuza or Yakuza. David has been giving it the Yakuza for months, despite John bringing the more authentic Yakuza to the table. Does the main one need to step outside the Anglosphere? Uh, from what I understand, the U in the middle of Japanese words isn't pronounced, but at the same time, I don't exactly sound Japanese when I say Yakuza, so I'm sure it doesn't really matter. But from no, what I understand, that's kind of how you're supposed to say it. Yeah, I, I know that you're supposed to say Yakuza, but I just, I say Yakuza. I don't know why, but fine. Okay, cool. All right. And that, then that finally, uh, Tom Doughty, uh, where is the worst place in the UK you've ever been to? I've been thinking about this. And I can't think. There's probably somewhere near me. How about everyone else? Good question. I don't know. Worst... I grew up in Dartford, which is a dump. And Grayson's... I mean, yeah, I grew up in Bognorita's town, so yeah. Jesus. Yeah, but... Yeah, I've only been to Butlins in Bogdan, that was all right. <laughs> um, Try growing Croydon. up there. Croydon, probably. Mm. I've never felt comfortable in Croydon. Gravesend is rubbish. I've spent a lot of time there, not very good. I think it was because I went to college in Croydon, or just part of it was in Cellar, so I had to go through Croydon, and the amount of times I got mugged on that bus was just ridiculous. It was. It just got just the norm. You're sitting on the bus. Oh, God, someone's staring at me, and there goes my phone. Like, it was just constant. It was horrible. Fucking uh, and that f- fucking West Croydon bus station, I swear to God, I just standing in there just praying for the bus to turn up because I knew I'd just get punched in the face. In no time, I hated it. Hated it. And ever since, um, Joe goes, oh, let's go to Croydon shopping. Nope. <laughs> Not doing it. Not going anywhere near that place, yeah. Sorry if you live in Croydon, but goddamn. Yeah. Yeah, times. I mean, I've I've been to Croydon a couple of times, and uh, yeah, don't necessarily want to go back. In terms of like existentially awful places, there's plenty of places on the south coast. I mean, I've not been to Bognor Map, but I'd imagine it's similar to like the Fairrooms and Havants and places like that 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 are all pretty. Uh, yeah, uh, probably worse. Yeah. yeah, they're just just kind of like empty, soulless places. Sorry yeah. if you live in these places, but we got I don't asked, care. So no, I was just a... asking. Yeah, yeah I'm sure they yeah, yeah, do deal with it. Don't you always feel that though? Like you do, like. It's one of those things where I live in Sutton, so I can slag off Sutton, but if someone outside Sutton slags it off, I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> Do I don't care mean? if they think that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just answering I truthfully. I mean, plenty Good. of places, man. Leicester, fucking hell. Loads of places. Ah, yeah, and El Coventry. I've been at Coventry. I live next to was... Boscombe, which is one of, is an absolute fucking drug hellish shithole. <laughs> okay we, we, we've cool. got one more question it wasn't on twitter or email but we have actually like a channel in our discord with uh, podcast questions and someone's actually asked no, a question why are you doing this and we're actually going to ask it uh it's rob feb a question for tonight's podcast now that jd and simon miller are killing it with their new rock reacts youtube channel uh go over to youtube and subscribe to that uh what non-gaming thing would the other three members choose each to make a react channel about and from who uh, who from the wider video games media or industry would they host it with? David Major Nelson reacting to YouTube police chase videos, for example. <laughs> that would be maybe brilliant. not. Uh, maybe oh, Matt Farley reacting to tech. Oh no, we all know how that turned out. Love the show. See you at rest. That was from Rob. I thought, I've always wanted to just get like an American, um, like uh, an American who's into American football or baseball or whatever, and goes regularly. And then just take them a meal wall and film them and see what the f- what the fuck they think is going on. Have you seen those videos where they show American soccer fans and then like show it compared to British football fans? 
it's just so funny. Like, you've all gone quiet over there. You've all gone quiet over there. And it's like, and then it just shows the, the rabble of just like middle-aged men screaming the C word over and over. <laughs> like, it's just like the contrast is hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, that, that's probably what I'd do if I had the money and time and a new and American. Matt? I mean, I would, um, I would love to do sort of, uh, yeah, it's obviously nerdiest shit ever, but it's a nerd podcast, or whatever. And watching old like tech conferences, like from like really early, really like from eighties, nineties, just seeing like I love phones, stuff like that. phones getting announced. I mean, obviously, like classically, like, the original iPhone announcement was amazing. And it's still amazing today to watch that. But doing like reacts videos with like commentary over those sort of, you know, the like. Obviously, it's going to be tough to get hold of those videos, but whenever the earliest video we can get hold of of the first like Nokia phones being announced, or you know. Really old phones, really old tech will be hilarious. Um, and- well, they didn't. Do, they didn't really do it, did it? Like, I mean, I, do you do you ever see the conference for the first ever PlayStation at E3, and it looked like it was in someone's back room? Yeah, <laughs> that was when the guy again, come yeah. out and sort of just said the price and walked off stage again. Um, it's on YouTube, but it's like, yeah, it looks like compared to what it is now, it's just like a total joke. But um, yeah, no, I've, I I went through a, a down the rabbit hole with that on YouTube the other night, just watching old. Um, uh, television like television commercials for old televisions and stuff, and it was like this has got a wireless remote. Look, you could change the channel without getting up. Like it's like it's crazy. I, I mean, this is not this isn't really like a React video thing, but. But when I was younger, I used to be obsessed with the Argos catalog. That was we. That was basically well, my parents called it the my Bible. Essentially, um, we had like an Argos catalog and index back in those days. But I um, I, imagine, I always had my <laughs> that, own. That's the most Matt Murray thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are Mister Consumer, and that they're so right. That's yeah, your Bible. But, yeah, and basically, that was like. I guess the the internet back in my in my head back in those days because it's like okay now I want this thing go to that page cut it out circle it whatever and then like two weeks time there's no hype chart or now I want this thing it's like all the things in the Argos catalog relating to that thing obviously you know did you uh, used to write comments underneath the pictures no if there was space for that definitely but no fuck this this is gonna be shit yeah that was basically my bible so and all but I like I also had and probably still probably still got actually in my in my parents house probably somewhere like. Uh, as well as a billion like old Sega magazines and old like CVGs and stuff, I definitely got a. I had this like a binder or this folder or something or a box of old um sort of like pa- uh, pamphlets. You know, basically you know like little like um brochures, I guess, from places like Rumbelows or uh like Rumbelows. places that sold uh, old games. You know, where, like special reserve stuff. Yeah, yeah. I can't even think of an example. Basically, like, places that sold games, like even like. If I could go back and look at those old pamphlets or adverts, like meet yeah, and it would have like adverts for a Mega Drive and, t- and five games, it'd be like 150 quid. I love to go back and look at those old ones. I'm like, oh, I remember that from when I was young. And sorry, I've, I've just <laughs> that's, that's the most depressing thing I've ever heard. Even now, you hear about or you see people like who've like scanned in old like Algos catalogs and old like adverts and stuff for games. The old Testament. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love the old. I'd love to like go back and look at that shit. James, you? Uh, I'd be the worst person to do a React channel because I just probably wouldn't <laughs> react. It's <laughs> just it's, yeah, you would. It'd just be like sniffing. It's all right. <laughs> just like. <laughs> Um, Matt, did you? Were you ever into Filofax? I bet you were all over there. Well, no fun facts or whatever they were called. What? The fun facts, the, the the little fun facts things that you could get from W. H. Smiths. 
they were like, I don't know what that is. Like, yeah, I remember oh, those. People, they, they were brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, they they have themed ones. There was like a, a like a normal one which was white with like blue squares on it. But they had like theme ones, and I had the spy one, and what, I'll never forget they? this. It was like, like a kids' fire effects things. You know, it was like a kids' one with like games in it and stuff and activities yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I, I had that shit, and it completely destroyed. I think I've told this story before. I can't remember, but I had the spy one, and it had all sorts of things in it. And I remember coming home from school once and hearing my brother up in my bedroom with all his mates just pissing themselves laughing. I opened the door and they were going through my spy file Oh my facts. god, I've just Googled it. I do remember those yeah. things. I don't yeah. and think I have one, but that, that definitely rings a bell. <laughs> and the spy, I remember the spy one. Yeah, I didn't, oh my god, I think I might So anyway, they were all, I was destroying my anecdote, but they, they, <laughs> they were all <laughs> laughing at my file facts. And they were all laughing at my spy name that I put down. <laughs> because for some reason, my spy name, I, I chose the name Fred Frezer. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the episode title. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Fred, Fred, and that's the episode. Um, why? Why wasn't Matt, that not your gamer tag, David? You should have chosen. Because everyone laughed at me. Did you not hear the story? I never wanted to know Fred Fred <laughs> again. Ta- no, I never wanted to take ownership of it. You know, it's like it's cool. <laughs> no, I couldn't do that. I was too young. Yeah, on, this, on this podcast, have we? I mean, this is probably not time to talk about. It, but have we on on this show? Have we like mentioned our first sort of gamer? Gamer tags or gaming handles. I know we talked about another no, show. Yeah, we have. On, yeah, we have talked about it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Then. yeah, yours. Although we don't know John's because yours was yours was sixteen bit pixel. That that was one of them. Yeah. What What was the other one then? I mean, I had I had lots, but yeah, uh, John. Right on Xbox, the first gamer tag. Well, or, no, or just like your first sort of like your email first address online or name, username, like, so it's probably on Yahoo Chat or your, whatever. Your first oh, yeah, online yeah. handle. Daniel yeah. San. Daniel San. Twenty two. Karate Kid. Yeah, well, he loves Karate Kid, doesn't he, the fella? Loves it. Loves and then, it. Uh, uh, first game of tag was Harry McLegend, which I changed to Guacamole Kid uh, when it was 60 came out. amazing. I know. <laughs> I, I kind of wish I'd never changed it, but um, yeah, now it's Guacamole Kid. I hate having Kid in my name. I'm fucking old. But what, what I'm, was I'm yours, not to change James? It. Uh, I was, well, okay, a long time ago, it was Jimmer. <laughs> was, it was, <laughs> what Jimmer? Jimmer. Yeah, it was. It was very original and like yeah. Jimmer. So, yeah. <laughs> Why Jimmer? I don't Jimmer. Know. There was also no, there was also Farlow Rocket. From but, now on. There was also Farlow Rocket, but that came later. That was Farlow Rocket. Yeah. Jimmer McFarlow well, Rocket. We all know mine was Sega Dude and then Cockney Dave. So Sega <laughs> Dude. I love the fact that I don't, sometimes it's great that I forget stuff because every single time you say that, it's like hearing it for the first time. <laughs> it is bad, isn't it? Sega, Sega Dude. Dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matt, what do you want people to do on social media this I week, want, my friend? I, I've just been Googling. Basically, I, I want people to send me their old Toys R Us catalogs from the nineties. I've just been googling. <laughs> just, I'm looking basically old Toys R Us gaming catalogs from the nineties. That's what I want to do a YouTube channel because some of these are fucking amazing. Go into your loft and send them to Matt. Oh please! I mean, I should probably go home because I've probably got loads of these, like from Tandy Rumbelows, like old like Debenham <laughs> shit. Oh man, it's, it, yeah. Rumbelows. I've, I've got a half bar here. It's brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, we're we're on Apple Podcasts. It'd be great if you leave us a review. A- any review helps, but five star review obviously is great. We're also now on Spotify. I mean, I'm putting over listen to a podcast on Spotify, but it's pretty cool. I think that we're on there. So, you know, search us on Spotify if that's the, if that's the, the streaming service you're using. Um, we've got Discord. Go to bitly slash tgcs discord if you want to um, you know chat with like minded people from your area. 
Um, and I think that's it. We're, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, on basically every channel. We've got channel. a live show coming up, haven't we, Matt? So got a live show coming up. Yeah, I'll just get into that. We've got a live show coming up. Yeah, go to egx.net <laughs> slash res uh, to get your tickets. We're performing live on Sunday the 15th of April at 4.30. Please buy tickets. Please come and see us. We've got a room to fill, and I'm very worried that it's going to be quite empty, except for the people shouting and booing my name. So, yeah. Uh, it, also, if you're going, please let us know. It'd be, it'd be great, great, uh, great, great to get an idea of numbers. Who the fuck sells a show? What sort of promoter sells a show by saying, I'm well, very worried it's going to be quite empty? That makes no one ever <laughs> oh, want to no. come. That was ridiculous. And I like the fact that he, he, he assumes it's all about him as well, except for the ones booing my name. <laughs> you know, you're, I'm the main attraction here, obviously. I, that, I'm just basing it on feedback. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you're going, uh, let us know. But it will also know who's, uh, you know, if you're if you're coming and uh, well, yeah, all that, all that, all that. Bring, jazz. A fr- bring a friend, bring a friend. There's plenty of seats available apparently. Um, we'll catch you next week. Hope you have a lovely week. Um, thanks for living it, and uh, we'll see you next week to talk about more computer games. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>